What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. And also the whole effing show. Also known as Senor Gregorio Greybeard and Mr. No Trabajo himself. The CEO Nigaro of Fixes Binds LLC, the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed best edutainment here on YouTube. The show you all been waiting for over the weekend because YouTube's quite boring without yours truly. They also called me. They also called me the <laughs> CGA, which is see God Allah. And I be the 10 time the monetized champion of YouTube. I be so good. We so good. This is a great show today. We're going to talk about the pretty little beggars of the world have modern women. Shout out to Kevin Samuels. Become nothing but beggars. All right. Do they just got their paw out on ninjas? And we're going to talk about why they got their paw out all the time. All right. Every time you see a woman, she got her paw out. Now, we're not just talking about money here. We're not just talking about money. I got money. We're not just talking about money, but money plays a part of this. Why they always got their paw out? I got money. What do they got their paw out? We got Sharon Stone making an appearance today on today's video. We got Doom and Gloom, CGA. We got Straggle and Snickle Theater, the best segments here on YouTube. We also have... The streets are calling. All right, we got them streets are calling out here. In these streets. All right, we got a review of the soft girl era. We're going to talk about the economics, how they have changed, and also much, much more. So do me a favor, hit the like button to contribute to today's show. I know you guys are super excited about coming in because we starting it back with the high energy on a Monday. And this is all without drugs, y'all. I do this without drugs. All right. Some of y'all ninjas need to be on drugs. Oh, yeah, I'll be exhausted by the end of it. And I have to have a little Ling Ling fix my meat after the end of the session. But it is what it is. I mean, she be massaging me. Also, this is um, this is this is a family show. This is a family show. This is the best family show here on YouTube. Uh, people young and old alike come to the best edutainment here on YouTube to get this information. And the ladies be back there. I know the ladies are here. There's about 50 ladies that come in here and touch themselves anywhere they want to. Yeah, they be coming in here touching themselves. All right, shout out to the ladies here, the Tink Toes Up ladies. Shout out to the ladies of the Tink Toes Up gang. And uh, we will be offering the 52-point inspection. You know, if you want me to uh, check you out, see what you're ready to do out here, I'm going to put you back out there available. You'll get the stamp of approval from one CGA, and you will be out there. You know what I mean? You will put your lease in. You know, put a nice lease on out there. Pre-owned stamp of approval. Bam. I might have to kick the tires, check under the hood, you know, check the oil and see what's going on there. But shout out to the ladies that are watching this show, learning. And shout out to the haters of the world, man. Hey, listen, what would, what can you do without haters, Ninja? You can't go viral without haters. Some of you guys are trying to go, you know, be content creators. And shout out to you, man. Y'all Ninja, Ninja need to get in. All right. We talked about it on the Money Mindset yesterday patreon.com backslash coach greg adams but here's the deal (laughs) 
here's the deal. The reality is um, a, a lot of you guys want to become content creators, but you don't want to deal with haters. Ninja, you can't go viral without haters. The only way you go viral is with haters. All right, so uh, you better get your... You better get your content up. But anyway, but anyway, great show today. Dollar Sign the Notorious. Wait, I have to say this. To support today's show, Dollar Sign the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Bimmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can send these love gifts also to the Notorious CGA channel. This is to support the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund because a child is a terrible thing to alienate. And there are some horrible parental alienators out here. And we're on a mission. And we'll be on a mission completion to expose parental alienators. All right, mostly women, unfortunately. You know, women are parental alienators. Oh, and I must I must say, shout out to the private investigator who was hired to watch today's show out here counting pennies. But listen, these aren't contra- these aren't contributions to myself. It's to support the cause that you're trying to fight against. Um, we're trying to expose parental alienators. So it goes to the Baby Mama Terrace Fund. Anyway, we got a great, great show lined up today, but I'm going to get to the earlier contributors to today's show. How about we do that? All right, we get to the earlier contributors to today's show, and we're going to get it going on. Albert Wester says, CGA tells no lies. He says, never in my life have I seen so many begging-ass women as I see now. At least once a week, a woman asks me out on a date, RIP to feminism and hashtag L and O. I'm not sure what that means, but oh, leveraging options. That's what it means, Ninja. All right. Shout out to you. MC Hamster says, leave XXs out like Florida State was left out of the championship tournament. It's all about the money. Yeah. And oh, by the way, if you remember on my sports show, I told you Florida State was going out. All right. I told you that two weeks ago when they lost their quarterback. I was like, they ain't, they ain't going to get in. All right, J-Flow says, Dion had a losing season and lost his girl, but he's still showing his teeth. He says, there are no points for last place. Send it. Well, let me give Dion this. We're going to talk about Dion Sanders breaking up with his longtime girlfriend. What's this about? All right, we got to tell you what that's about. I'm going to tell you what it's about. I'm going to tell you what it's about. Sucker for love, Ninja said, Coach, I'm in trouble. I took a stroll down to the junior college this weekend and threw my back out. Trying to throw my her back out. You trying to throw her back out. He says, now I got to go to work, all right, with a hurt back. Boy, I tell you. All right. All right, somebody unsubscribed. They said uh, YouTube unsubscribing views. Yes, they are. They are. You know what I mean? They do it, but that's what they do. Uh, but shout out to you, man, uh, throwing your back out at the JUCO. What a better place to throw it out. All right, El Chino says, shout out to Mr. No Trabajo. Shout out to the, hey, man, I ain't got no job ass ninjas around here. Ninjas try to like, you have a job. All right, you make X amount of dollars. We need to give it to the baby mama terrorist. All right, that's what they doing out here. They watching my show like this ninja. Oh, I got ball. I'm ballsy, ninja. <laughs> I'm ballsy. All right, Paul Flash says, coach, hit me with the attention, all ladies. Attention, all ladies. He says, I, I, he says, I recently became a regular visitor of the junior college, and I have to say these chicks are always in a bind. They in a bind. But uh, they always is in a bind. And, uh, you know, it's not just because we at the junior college we find that they in a bind. is that they're just up front about their bind. All right? Most women are in a bind. Andre, 416 Reform. That says, I heard there was some barbecue in here. Oh. There's barbecue in there. We're going to be in here. All right. 
right. Uh, and it says right here, uh, <laughs> Preston says, when did paying the cost to be the boss become financial abuse? I thought it was understood. Well, this is the this is going to be the problem with these begging ass women out here. Shout out to the shout out to the women and all women are beggars. I'm I'm just going to tell you this. I know people are going to be like, not me. There's a woman in here, coach. You show a video of one woman. How does that describe all of us? I'm not a beggar. All right, just just wait. I'm here to teach. I'm not remember. But I have to say this because they're not here yet. I just have to tell you. I'm not here putting down women. I don't wake up in the morning like, let me put down women. What I'm doing is teaching men. Now, you just happen to be the subject. Now, when I describe you, please do not get mad. I'm not talking negatively about you. I'm describing you. Those are two different things. This is kind of how I do the workaround. Now, when I describe you, I'm going to describe you with 100% accuracy, all right, with pinpoint precision. All right, that's kind of how I work here. Now, you can take it or leave it and act like I'm different. I'm like not like them girls that you, t- and then I show a video and you're like, that's how I think. Okay, okay. I'm just going to say, I'm going to say it in a way that's going to be different than what you would say it as, but we're agreeing you're, you're a beggar. All right, you'll agree with me later. But I tell this to men. I'm not here to put down women because they ain't watching the show. Like 50 of them watching the show, touching themselves. They touch themselves. And I do this to prepare men to go out there in this battle because most of the time they're trying to find you in weakness. They want to weaken you. Right? One of the biggest bet. You guys want to know this, ladies. I'm going to tell you. I t- one of the biggest begging tactics women do, and all of them do this. All right, are you want a piece of you want a piece of me? Want a piece of me? You want a piece of information? All right, I'm going to kick the show off with a piece of information right now. I'm going to tell you the biggest begging tactic they do. And all women have done this. All. They're waiting like, what is it? (laughs) All women have done this. And it's despicable. It's reprehensible. It's downright dastardly. And the reason why it's dastardly because it's predatory. All women have done this. Now they might be unaware that they've done this. They might not be under. They might be unaware that 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 they actually participated in this type of despicable, reprehensible, and downright devastating activity. Is that yeah? They're waiting. They're like, huh, guys? I'm going to tell you guys when when you see this. It's going to remember, you're going to remember, yeah, I've, I've had a girl do this to me. I ha- my wife used to do that to me. All right, I had plenty of women that have done that to me. The number one way that they beg you is, he says, think of the children. That's another one. That's a manipulation tactic of a downright dastardly broad. All right, but I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I have a perfect score on the SATs for sure. Hey, I'm going to tell you. The ladies are listening. I got your attention, lady. All right, here it is. They negotiate things after sex. They negotiate things after sex. All right, this is a downright, dastardly, despicable, and reprehensible behavior. For instance, you just been pushing this oven, getting your whistle wet. You bust. Roar! And you bust a big old nut. You feeling good. You empty your balls. 
She didn't tickle your balls. She curled up next to you. She drawing hearts with her fingertips on your chest. All right. She tickling your balls right there, making them feel good. You like, <laughs> you leaking on the bed. She playing with the taco meat on your chest. She stroking your beard. And guess what? She starts negotiating. How about we go on a trip? We should go on a vacation. <laughs> a vacation, you say. All right. She's like, you know what? We never go out for the weekend. Let's go out. Let's go out for dinner this weekend. <laughs> dinner, you say. <laughs> All right. You just, you didn't bust it. You didn't feel good. You in euphoria. <sighs> you got $50. My rent is due. All right. <laughs> now you didn't got what you wanted out of it. You feeling like, well, you know, I mean, you deserve a good thing. You didn't empty it out. I suppose. I suppose. What's, what's any harm? There's no harm in going on a vacation for $10,000. What's the problem there? Mm. Yeah, perhaps we'll hit Cancun. Let's do it. And you start making promises that she'll remember, but your dumb ass ain't going to remember. You ain't going to remember a damn thing. You ain't going to remember shit. Remember when you said we were going to go to Cancun? you like, when? You sitting there like, I'm sorry, we were going to Cancun? What that mean? Yeah, you said we were going to Cancun. Hmm. Don't remember saying that. When, when did I say that? When you busted that splendiferous nut? All right, remember that? And you was laying on your back, catching your breath with your heart palpitations, beating at uh, 250 beats per hour. You was sweating all on me. All right, you were leaking. All right, you didn't even hand me the washcloth to clean myself off. <laughs> Somebody said, my, I disagree. He says, my post-nut clarity is like Tony from the Mac. That doesn't dispute the fact that they do it. You don't have to agree to it, but we're telling you they do it. All right, so it, it doesn't, you might say, I would never agree to it. Doesn't matter. They always do it. They're going to beg. All right, so they're going to start begging. So you start hearing this shit and you're like, <laughs> when did you say we were going nowhere? We're going to take a cruise by ourselves. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So that's a way that they beg and they do it at a point where you weak as a mother sucker. And then they start trying to, where is this going? Hmm. This is the second or third time we've had sex. Perhaps you want to make a commitment. You want to double down on this. I'll make this available to you. Anytime you want, just just give me that commitment. See, it doesn't have to be about money. They also will try to double down on the relationship. You know, this is the second time you busted all in my guts. Um, why can't we get a commitment here? Isn't this good? Did I make you feel good? All right, let's 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 make this a permanent thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the reality is that's a way of begging. It's some it's some it's a whack system of begging. All right. So. I'm telling you, man, this is something that you have to really be conscious of because they want to get you when you're vulnerable, when you're weak, when you're euphoric, when you're feeling good. The oxytocin, that dopamine and all of them serotonins and, and neuropinephrines and all of them shits and epipinephrines. They want to get all of that shit and you feeling good. You're like, yeah, I promise, baby, I promise. Okay. <laughs> it's a manipulation tactic, but it's a, it's a way of begging. And all men have succumbed to this. Yeah, all men have been exposed to this type of begging. Like, like, 
You know what I mean? Like, who would do something like that? That's despicable. It's manipulative. Like, do that before I bust this nut and see how you feel. You might even get me to commit to it. Yeah, I'll do it just so I can get in there. All right, anyway, Juco says, back from Medellin. He says, they calling me Senor Papi over there. Oh, I love it, man. And, oh, by the way, they love calling me daddy. All right, they be like, yeah, what's up? Okay, daddy. Ling Ling was in the bed this weekend. She was like, so what should I call you? And I looked at her and I said my name. She was like, I'm going to call you daddy. Get him, daddy. I was like, hey, baby, it. <laughs> but of course, it was at the point where I was trying to catch my breath. I wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> All right. She was like, how's daddy sound? I was like, oh, word. Oh, okay, daddy. Yeah, they want to be. I'm telling you, man, this is a daddy fetish out there. There is a daddy fetish and people will say it's because women don't, they have daddy issues. Well, that doesn't explain it all. You're just trying to explain it away as a, some sort of mental condition, but they all like poppy. They all like daddy. Get him, daddy. They like daddy. <laughs> they like daddy. They'd be like, I love your beard. Hey man. Well, I can't say it. I was about to give away a secret, but I was about to give away a secret, but um, anyway, Let's get into the show. Doom and Gloom CGA. Let's get on the roll here. Doom and Gloom CGA, we back in here. We got a great segment here on Doom and Gloom. Apparently, Natashka's are going to be unleashed on you when Russia gets their way. Shout out to Russia. Mother Russia. All right, apparently, let's go ahead and take you to the scene of the crime here. Uh, President, President Putin urges Russians to have over 10 children. Oh, my goodness, man. Hold up for a second. 10. All right, 10 children. Uh, I think I can help with that problem. Uh, come, uh, Mr. Putin, if you in a bind, I can come over there. And who is that young lady you with? Uh, they definitely want to kick it off real quick. I mean, are we doing it? What are we doing here, Putin? I mean, that looks like, is she ready to go? Oh, man, that's giving R. Kelly vibes. But 10 children, I mean, eight children. You see it right here. Uh, a Russian, uh, we got to get going over there, Ninja. Uh, if you got some of them flatback Natashkas with them long-ass toes, all right, I'm with it. I'm with it for some strag Natashas out there, some Anastasias, some Olgas. All right, Mr. Putin. All right, uh, I don't know if we need to start with the girl in the picture, but that's just some, that's how they put it here. Apparently, let's go ahead and read it. A Russian president says there's a problem with them feminist Russians over there. They need to start procreating. Vladimir, Vladimir, get it together, ninja. All right, Sergey, Sergey, you're behind schedule. You need to get your macking on. Oh, they trying to take over the world here. Shout out to Putin. New, 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 new world oh, Putin, order. anytime now, man. Send yeah, bitch. All right. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> I didn't mean that, Putin. Send them nukes. All right, whenever you ready, bro. Whenever you ready, Ninja, I know. It says uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin has urged Russian women to have eight or more children, highlighting this as a response to the country's population crisis. And, of course, this is the result of uh, institutional feminist feminism. New, 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 new world. Uh, women are slowly catching on, uh, but uh, you know, you're going to have to put this in the policy here. Uh, it says right here, the, this call was made during the speech allegedly with the world Russian people's council, emphasizing the need to uphold the tradition of large families in mother Russia. 
All right, the backdrop for this appeal is the significantly declining the birth rate in Mother Russia, which has been further exacerbated by the ongoing war in the Ukraine. It says, resulting in numerous casualties and a deepening economic crisis. Hey, Putin, I can fix his that bond. I can fix his that bond. And he says this uh, situation has led to a consistent decrease in Russians, Russia's population, prompting Putin to advocate for larger families as a national norm. Okay, um, well, you know, it is what it is. It could be the fact that you send in ninjas to war, but that that's neither here nor there. But I'm going to tell you, it was already a decline of the population prior to that. But uh, getting sent over to war might be, might significantly... <laughs> All right, but listen, if y'all got some Natashkas on deck, Ninja, I will gladly fill in uh, for this job. In fact, Mr. Putin, you're looking at a genetically superior human being. I am the total package, ladies. The total package facial is available after class. Just see me here. Uh, Mr. Putin, I got you, bro. I got you. Mm -hmm. I can have some soggy Russian cheeks around here. All right, I'll take eight of them, too. Ninja, I can, you know what? I can make eight babies in a year. One year. Traditional family. All right, Russia, I, I'm sure Mr. Putin doesn't like what I'm talking about here. All right, let's take you to this woman right here. Uh, Doom and Gloom CGA marches on. We have a high school teacher in North Kakalaki at South Mecklenburg High School, Gabriella Newfield, age 26. She was arrested and charged with five felony counts of sexual activity with an 18-year-old student. Oh, my goodness. What in the world is going on out here? These women got that hot, hot pocket going on here, man. Boy, these predatory-ass women, they out here they out here getting ramrodded by high school students out here. Ninja, I'm going to tell you, what is in the milk? What's up with these young zennials and Gen Z out here? Look at her, man. She looking like everyday somebody, everyday Redbone. She's not looking like a strag. And she out there conditioning, what do they call it, grooming? She was out there grooming this 18-year-old young boy. Hey, listen, I get it. Uh, ladies, where y'all at? Y'all quiet on this one. Oh, wait. <laughs> y'all quiet. Now, people are saying 18 is an adult, but here's the thing, man. I know you guys don't know. I worked in education. Um, in the high school level, if you are a teacher, if you are a teacher, um, it doesn't matter what age of the student it is. It's a non, it's a it's a um it's a what do you call it it's a power position you're in a power and authority position so if you're an authority figure you can't have a relationship with a student on your campus some people might think that this also takes place on college campuses which it depends on your college campus but it's a morality issue not a legal issue so if there's an 18 year old student and a professor who's 40 50 30 whatever he is it is not a legal situation any longer but it's a moral and ethical situation because you got grade fixing and all kind of other situations where the person might get an advantage game well it still happens but it's not legal and in in high school it would be not legal all right and so what what they're probably gonna say is she probably groomed the person up until and i think what happened is she waited till they turned 18 and they were ready to go and by the way this i've worked in education these offers are made by students all the time. All right. Um, just so you know, I've worked at several high school campuses and some girls that were 18 but still seniors made it clearly known that they were 18. They were like, hey, I'm 18. Well, 
it's still illegal if you're a coach, if you're a teacher, um, even if, if, if there are a student on the campus. Now, you know, even if you do something afterwards, it still does open up liability because then people can trace your grooming back to when they were 17. So you got to watch out for this. You can still catch felonies out here. Check it out. But, you know, women are the moral high code. They hold the moral high ground. And we were also told that men are perverts and predators and groomers. And women would never do this. But every week I got a story about some women doing this. It says court records state that Newfield and an 18-year-old student engaged in intercourse in a sexual act at least five times since October the 18th. We take this matter seriously, said the principal. And he says, we share your concerns and blah, 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 blah. Newfield is charged with five counts of felony sexual activity with a student. She was released from jail. All right. Um, she was released from jail on a $75,000 unsecured bonds. She faced a judge in the first count appearance Thursday afternoon where she requested a public defender. Oh, man, damn, where your family at? Public defender? Shit, you a light-skinned chick in the South. Well, at least the coast here, you ain't got no money? Oh, damn, for a lawyer? Fuck, you, you going down. She was accompanied by her family. Oh. A group of her students were also seen in court. They asked for the judge to reconsider her bonds condition, stating that the student's mother had reason to believe she or her son might leave the area together. She said her son, wait a minute, her son? She a single mammy? Wait a minute, hold up for a second. The student's mother had reason to believe she and her son, she a single mammy. God damn, ninja. Single mammies out here. Can y'all find, can we find no single mammies out here? I think single mammy. All right, all right. What, what else does it say? She said her son has mentioned leaving their home on, oh, okay, I got it messed up. So she thinks the mother of the student thinks she and the 18-year-old son might leave together. Okay. Oh, man, he must be hooked on that punani out here. Woo! Hey, yo, chill, son. Oh, so the, the mother of the student thinks that the 18-year-old male is going to bounce with the 26-year-old woman. Holy moly. All right, it says right here, they said they will leave. Prosecutor said that the mother found out about the relationship on Turkey Day. They say she tracked uh, his phone and noticed he was not at rugby practice on Wednesday. Got the ninja missing practice. So she followed him to the, his location. That's when prosecutors say she saw him having sex with his teacher in the car at Park Road Park in South Charlotte and called the police. A judge ruled that Newfield B put on electronic monitoring and has no contact with the student. She's accused of busting them cheeks wide open for man. Send it, man. Hey, he getting wow, boy. I'm telling you, man. And this is the type of woman here that wouldn't date a ninja like you. You can't get no dates. See, this is the funny thing about this scenario, right? This is the funny thing. Women supposed to be extra picky. They're supposed to be measuring these ninjas and want high value men. And then they do stuff like this. And they're like, these men ain't shit out here. But they get their bu cheeks busted by an 18-year-old. Like, <laughs> like, come on, ladies. She probably talking trash on all kind of ninjas in Charlotte. These Charlotte ninjas ain't shit. Getting cheeks busted. And you know it was a white boy. Rugby, you know, it was a ninja. I'm sorry, it was a white boy. It was a white ninja. It was a ninja. <laughs> All right, so uh, shout out to her. He getting them. Woo-wee. 
All right, we got another one here. Straggle. No, this is doom and gloom. Okay, doom and gloom. This woman right here says, and this leads into the show, cost of living in 2023 is so bad. She says, this TikToker says she brings nearly home nearly $100,000 a year, but claims she was better off in 2012 earning minimum wage. Well, this is not a secret here. We actually been telling you this, number one. Inflation, stagflation, shrinkflation, and all uh, out and out. What do you call it? Um, basically, uh, price gouging. All right, so that's happening. But we also told you the, the, the new 100K is the old 55K at this point. You know what I mean? Listen, and of course, this is an example of women getting what they want. I'm going to go focus on my career. All right, go ahead. So I could focus on my career. All right, focus on your career. You went out and you got the number you wanted. Unfortunately, it's 10 years too late. And depending on where you live, you probably live somewhere downtown. You probably live somewhere by the beach. You probably live somewhere where your your spirit is talking to you. You're living outside of your means. You're making 100K. But, guys, even when they make 100K, they still be broke. I told you, ninjas. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Can't, can't beat it. Flat, CGA undefeated. CGA undefeated out here, man. I'm going to tell you. They can't keep a dime out here. They can't keep a dime. But that's going to talk about, that's going to be a segue into the later part of the show. You still have women out here hitting the money that they want. They worked on their career. This is going to eventually evolve in a new strategy of begging. All right, this is an example of the begging I'm talking about. This is still just begging um, at the end of the day. Right. They, they got what they want. They asked for something. People gave it to them. They got what they want. And now they're going to reframe the argument. Oh, well, it's still messed up for me out here. So beg. That's their number one go to tactic begging. All right. And that sometimes send they ass out here to sell a little puss. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. I listen. I ain't saying nothing, but that's doom and gloom CGA. All right, Doom and Gloom CGA, we're done with the first segment, man. Appreciate y'all for being here. We done with the first segment, but I'm taking a look at something, man. I'm taking a look at something. Would you take a look at the likes on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, man almighty? Take a second. I know you guys are at work. You got your headphones in. You didn't hear from the fat Karen at your job. They can't hear you. They can't see you. You put the phone over there. But do me a favor, man. Go pick up your phone and hit the like button. Turn that some a bit sideways. Hit the like button. You at work sniggling. <laughs> at everything we doing, and I'm giving you information out here. Most of it free. I don't even get no AdSense from these videos. So the least y'all ninjas can do is hit the like button. We almost got 2,000 people on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. So do me a favor. Hit the like button. We can get to 1,000 likes. That is only fair. To me, even the haters, hit the dislike button. I don't care what you do. Haters, hit the dislike button, all right, if you will. I know you guys are using your shadow accounts to watch me, and you don't want other videos like me to pop up, and you don't want the algorithm of your mama, your mama to see you watching CGA, you share an account with your girlfriend. But this is an opportunity, man. This is the opportunity, man, because if I miss it, I miss it. I bet you a 1,000 more people come into this show. We'll get 2.7 thousand people in here. On the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, if we get to 1,000 likes, it's important. It's important for the best edutainment here on YouTube. Now, 
with that being said, with that being said, we got also the Notorious CGA channel. We also on Facebook.com. We're also on Twitter live. We're on Twitch live right now and Crumble Rumble. We're over there right now. They need to pay me to be over there. Uh, shout out to the two cents I might have made over the last month on Rumble. Shout out to them. Um, and we're on, uh, or we're going to be on the replay on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, and Apple, and all of that stuff. We internationally known from Frisco to Maine all the way to Spain, the best entertainment here on YouTube. But look, new, 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 new world order. Yeah, man, they out here trying to be stingy. It's the holidays, Ninja. All right, it's the holidays, brothers, brothers. All right, what do we got here? Let's go over here to the alternative apps. Here we go, right here. PI pocket watching. All right, PI pocket watching. All right, shout out to the PI. All right, they making you watch this show. You're like, why do I have to watch this for a living? All right, shout out to the actual King Smith. He says, I got recognized for a commercial I did, and the lady said, I thought you'd be taller and pay for my gas as I'm a veteran in the veteran commercial. I just laughed. Shout out to you. She was trying to get you to do something. Shout out to you. She said, I thought you were taller. All right, I get that too. All right, but uh, listen, most celebrities are small. Lots of them are really tall. So when you see people in person, you're like, you know, people be a big figure. You know, I'm large on screen. Look at this. Look at that. All right, listen. All right, they, then I thought you were six foot four. They be like, I'll be like, come on down. Come on down. No government name says if I was to be called to repopulate a civilization, I'm going to need that check. I'm not doing it for free, he said. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. That's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. You know, everybody's trying to get paid for sex nowadays. Like, really, to be fair. Like, everybody's trying to get paid for, for putting pipe in people. Like, ninjas trying to get paid. Women trying to get paid. It's sex, y'all. <laughs> I know, man, but men and women trying to get paid for some sex. I'm like, boy, you know, time is bad, but it is the oldest profession. There's tr sex has always been transactional. So I get it. All right. But ninjas be like, I need payment. Putin send that money. No government name. B.A. says, do you ever get upset at these Johnny come lately? Who's stealing your talking points without giving you credit? And have you ever confronted them? Nah. And here's the deal, man. Everybody that comes into this sphere more or less came in being inspired by another content creator. Uh, when I started off on the scene, when nobody cared about me, when I didn't have no 9-11, all right, people were accusing me of doing the same thing, right? And uh, what happens is people, before they pick up the microphone, they watch for a couple of years, maybe two, maybe a year. Uh, the Johnny Come Lately's this time, they're watching, they're new, right? They've barely been watching past uh, 2020. And I can tell because they put out a video like it's brand new information. Like they'll put out a video, a viral video from 2018 and they'll present it as new in 2023, like literally in 2024. And people fall for it because most viewers in this space are new. So people will look at it and they'll be like, oh, wow. But the video will be five years old. I didn't cover that video in 2019, but this is what happens. Now, the thing about giving credit is kind of somewhat difficult. Uh, sometimes it's blatantly stealing. Sometimes it's like, how many times do they have to say shout out to this person? But I'm one of the men here that don't get shout outs. All right. I do get shout outs for some. It's, the thing is, I don't know. I don't watch all their content. I don't watch much Red Pill content, to be honest with you. All right. Number one, it when I watch it, it it um it what'll happen is I'll start 
saying something that somebody else said. So I try not to watch any Red Pill content. And then the other person is, the other reason why is I didn't hurt it all. And John, I'm the king of kings of this shit. Ain't nothing nobody going to say on most Red Pill shows that I'm going to be like, oh, wow, that was great. All right, some things I'll be like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> all right, so, uh, but anyway, yeah, reaction videos. All right, and the video will be five, six years old, and they be presented it as new. But again, most people are new in this space. All right, the people that have been around kind of just kind of either gone or they don't watch every show. But uh, anyway, yes, I do get tired of it, uh, but no, I don't confront them. I'm not the type of ninja to do that. Um, I remember people were accusing me of doing so maybe two or three years ago. And uh, the way they reacted was, um, the way they reacted was very immature. And I try to at least lead with maturity. And uh, some of these emotional ass ninjas was calling me names and, <laughs> right, and going crazy, acting ape and monkey. All right, most of them ninjas look like monkeys too. So, you know, it's one of those things, confronting them with some of like a bitch made thing there. Now, I try not to complain about it too much, but sometimes it's blatant. I'll be like, holy shit. Like, they'll put money, energy, time, and attention. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Mm. All right. Now, that's disgraceful. I'm like, everybody knows the King of Kings is here. Ninja Kit, it just be like CGA. Lead attorney shouts me out. There's a couple people that know what's up. But some of these jackasses, I'll be like, man, y'all bitch-ass ninjas. Straight jacket. I mean, come on, man. Money, energy, time, and attention. Motherfucker, my name and picture should be on that. But if Kevin Samuel said it, if Kevin Samuel said it, that ninja name will be in the thumbnail, the picture, they would at Kevin Samuels. You know what I mean? It's kind of like one of them things where I'm like, why my name ain't in the goddamn, why my photo ain't on that thumbnail? <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. That, that's sort of a slap in the face. It's sort of a slap in the face. Like, come on, man. Shout out to the angry man and uh, Ant does Anton shout me out? Shout out to Anton. I don't know if he does, uh, but anyway, shout out to him. And I I like his ascent in this space and all that stuff. <laughs> they just be like team, time, energy, attention, and money. I'm like, <sighs> but that's what dude. I swear to God, even on Instagram, I see shit pop up. I'm like, oh my lord. By the way, one of the first people to talk about the monetized sexual marketplace. On YouTube is CGA. I was highlighting that shit for two years. Now everybody talk about paying for pussy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then they're like, well, why should we pay if, if we pay for dates and shoes and belts? I'm like, I've been saying that shit. And everybody called me trick. And all, now everybody's saying it. I'm hearing even dating coaches saying it. I'm hearing these psychology hacks saying it i'm like man what the fuck because <laughs> here's the thing everybody saw everybody everybody sees me not one of these people can come on youtube and put some shit out that's associated with this fear and ain't see me right so that's my point everybody knows cga i'm not some ninja that but some of these podcasts and all of these people coming in here, then they want to treat me like I'm nobody. Oh, man, you can come on my podcast. I'm like, not for free. They're like, huh? Man, fuck your podcast. <laughs> all right, anyway. It's, it's so whack, dude. That, 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 that shit right there. Straight jacket. And I'm like, I don't care if your podcast got, I don't care if you got 2 million subscribers. Ninja, I'm still better than you in any day of the week. Ninja, you can't touch CGA. Ninja, you need eight. 
OnlyFans bitches to be on your show to make your show go forward. You can't touch anything that I contributed in this space. And that's how I really feel. Ninja, I don't care what your subscriber count say. You wouldn't be shit without women on your show. And I'm not talking about Fresh and Fit. Shout out to Fresh and Fit. All these other jokers that coming in here acting like they ain't heard of me. And then, well, I got more subscribers than you. Ninja, you wouldn't be shit without them strags on your show. But it is what it is. Acting like they don't know me. See, that's the thing. They acting like they don't know me. I don't, I don't appreciate that shit. I don't appreciate that shit. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah, remember Hafiz? See, Hafiz is a classic example. Hafiz is a classic example. That, that, that ninja got on, uh, what was we on? On the Sazcast. He got on there and tried to act like he didn't know me. I'm like, ninja. <laughs> See, I don't appreciate that shit. Do not big time me. Don't think you bet. Ninja, everybody heard of me. He was like, well, I kind of know him. And then proceeded to tell me what I say on my show. Like, oh, man, please. Anyway. Anyway, but everybody do them. All right, but you heard it here first. You heard it here first. All right, uh, what are we doing here? Shout out to Brown through a note. He says, Sonny got hit with 17 years in prison. She winning and she in a bind. All right, Charles E says, my girl pays for dinner and asked for her hair done the following day, shaking my head. Guys, there you go. Yeah, the disrespect is crazy. Uh, but by the way, guys, Charles is here. He has a girlfriend. He says, my girlfriend pays for dinner and asked, asked for her to get her hair done the following day. So in essence, you pay for dinner. You pay for dinner. Guys, in relationships, in relationships, all men pay. All right, I think I might have been. I don't even know. I can't take credit for everything. But I think I was the first one saying all men pay. Then I'd be seeing videos, all men pay, without my name. All right, but there's an example of all men pay. His girlfriend pays for dinner. Oh, thank you, baby. I appreciate it. Next day, you got 250 I got a bundle, and I need a sew-in. All right. <laughs> right it's wild as hell it's wild as hell man boy i'm telling you man women are expensive they all come with a cost cj says women say there's they are smarter and mature faster than men if that's true then why do they get upset when an older man dates a younger woman he says mentally they should be around the same level yeah i mean you're preaching to the choir but women are a walking contradiction I mean, I know men are too, but we're we're just, you know, most of the time that we're lying, we're it's, it's a tough this is a tough subject matter. I don't want to get too far off track. But yes, right? They they mature more than men, better than men, earlier than men, but they always going back trying to be like, well, we need to bring these men up to snuff. For instance, I was talking to a woman, she said her friend is age 31, she's dating a 30-year-old guy, and she's way more mature than the guy. She's in a better position in life than the guy. And I'm like, that's normal. That's normal. But she's trying to bring the guy along for the ride and trying to get him to mature at the rate she is. But I'm like, well, he's, in a, he's not in the space where you need him to be. So you probably need a 40-year-old guy, like a guy that's 40 and you're 31. That'd probably be a better match. But, of course, they'll find that to be predatory. If that's the case, isn't she a predator for dating a guy who's immature? I mean, I know, man, there's a lot of things here. These are great conversations. In 2024, I might bring up some dissenters on the show. Mr. Chocolate says, Coach Ain't Lying had three girls beg me for $300 plus 
in the last six days. He says, one did after I roared all over her. He gave her that rain. She said, rain down on me. <laughs> and then said, you got a little bit of money. She was like, you have any of that money? I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. That's it. And put the pin number and boom, money. Just and and the right funny out. thing is I was one of the first guys talking about the monetized sexual marketplace being that it will be mainstream. Remember that? If you've been around here two years ago, even before your favorite most 1 million subscriber um, YouTuber, because I know people be like, well, he had more subscribers than you. And I had more subscribers for him until a year and a half, right? But he watched my show very, very diligently. He watched everybody's show. He was very much a student of this game. But I was the first guy, even before you heard it from him, talking about the monetized sexual marketplace. That was me, all right? That was me. And I was like, it's going to be the norm. Now, you heard it from him because he was more popular than me. And then when you heard it from me, you were like, oh, you stole his talking point. I was like, no. <laughs> he, watched, he watched Gregorio Greybeard. He just didn't say my name. He would just call me uh, Coach Greybeard. Now, you didn't know who it was. You're like, who is he talking about? You might not even, it might not have even connected. But he, watched, he was watching me talking about it. This is just a fact, and I'm not dissing him, but what I'm saying is this is a fact. I was one of the first ones talking about it being, see, there we go. Everybody's saying shots fired. It's not shot fired. I'm just telling you, this is, I've been in here putting in this work for a long time with certain things that have been taken from me without giving me the credit. So it is what it is, meaning that, meaning that here it is. The monetized sexual marketplace will be normalized. I said that in 2019. Not many people were saying that. You know what they were saying? They were saying that men should prevent the marketplace from getting that way. I said it's going to be the norm. And this is going to be how more men are going to do business and more women. I'm like, they're going to jump into it like it's the norm. I've been saying that for a long ass time. Here we go. <laughs> all right, but then people start saying all this shit, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's the thing that, but so the point I'm making is not to belittle other content creators. I've, I've been preaching this shit for a long time. And people thought I was crazy. They were like, you crazy, you wild, but look at where we are now. And by the way, I wrote it in my book. I talked about it in my book, The Evolution. I was like, we're de-evolving, women are de-evolving back to the oldest profession. That's the book, De-Evolution. They're de-evolving back to women in the past. That was the entire book. Wrote it in 2018 and 2019. Put out the end of 2019, going into 2020. All right, but, you know, no shots at any of these people. But now people talk about it like it ain't nothing. But um, they talk about it like they came up with it, and I wasn't talking about it, which is weird which is something weird, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, he says, none of these read the book. I don't know what you're talking about, what you're screaming about. He says, that came out before content creators. I, 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 here's the thing, man. It, it's not that I came up with these concepts. We're talking about in the space of now. People talked about, there's people before me. Tommy Sotomayor was before me. There were great content creators before me. 
and so forth. We're not talking about ninjas that wrote books in 1990. <laughs> right? We're not talking about people that wrote books in 1990 and that was on TV shows in 1990. We're not talking about time like us. We're talking about here. We're talking about this space. All right? So please understand. But anyway, it is what it is. All right, Ninja, we got the old MGTOW guys from 2013 in the chat talking about, oh, no, um, there was a guy named Tom Likas talking. To, we're not talking about Tom Likas. <laughs> we're not talking about, we're talking about this space, this time. We're talking about this space, this time. We ain't talking about them old people, old, old brothers that contributed back then. All right, so please understand me. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, shout out to you brothers here. Let's get back to the show. Everybody knows. Yeah, we're talking about this era. We're not talking about in 2015. We're not talking about, uh, you know, we're not talking about books that wrote 1980. We're talking about here. All right, this is what we're talking about. And that's where people get the information they're getting. They're not going back to manipulated man book. <laughs> they're not going back to the manipulated man book. All right, but yeah, Ninja's always trying to red herring shit. All right, it is what it is. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. All right, let's get in here. Let's get in here. Oh, straggle. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Here we go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got it back in here. And now we're not serious. We about to have some fun. All right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. Let's start with this woman here. Uh, she doesn't want to do her job, apparently. And uh, she looks like a straggle, man. Who auntie is this? Oh, my Lord. Whose auntie is this? All right, give me one second here. Let me get see. All right. Whose auntie is this? Anybody know? Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. Let's see what she has to say. Here we go. I got a real short list for y'all. Things I need y'all to stop ordering off of Amazon. Cat litter. Dog foods. Some of these dog foods is like 80 pounds. What size dogs do y'all have in y'all house? Why is the dog food and the kitty litter so heavy? Bottled water. Go out and get your fucking own. They don't pay us enough to be lifting cat litter, bottled water, and dog food. <laughs> y'all don't want to go out for shit and do shit. Oh. And sit at home and order, 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 order. Oh. Order, 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 order. And we got a thousand stops. I got a real short list for y'all. All right. Uh, if anybody doesn't believe in evolution and biolo evolutionary biology, people who assume masculine roles, strong and independent, they become masculine. They start to appear masculine. And case in point, mm. I mean, this woman is wow. I mean, goodness. I mean, where do I start here? But obviously, she's pissed off about having to carry your dog food, your kitty litter, and your bottles of water as if that's not her job. That's your job. Ma'am, this is your job. <laughs> what are you talking about here? You don't want us to use the system that pays you. Like, this is how the company gets paid, and the company pays you. You don't want a job? I'm thoroughly confused as to what the problem is. Now, what you're also saying is you don't want to carry heavy uh, material. Why? Because it's difficult. Yeah, because women ain't built for this. Sorry, you thought you could do this equally, but then now you're complaining about kitty litter and heavy bags of dog food. I'm sorry, that comes with the yaw. <laughs> what are we doing 
right? So now you're mad and you want people to stop ordering things that they want to order for convenience. You don't want to do it because it's too heavy. Why? Because, well, women can't carry all these things. My back hurts at the end of the day. Welcome to having a job. You can get a different job, but you don't want to have to work. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. I mean, what are you doing out here, man? These people out here got to be the lowest thinking individuals, man. And I'm going to have to say, man, why the long face? Why the long face? I know you're sad out here, but the long face... Holy moly. All right, let's go to the next track with Stingle. We have, um, oh, man, this is going to be interesting. Apparently, a woman has a loyal boyfriend, and she wants to tell Victoria's secretions about her loyal boyfriend. Apparently, she caught the itchy scratchy wearing some panties that she bought at Victoria's secretions, but she didn't catch it from her boyfriend. She wants to make sure this store knows. Let's take it to the scene of the crime. No, you guys know who works here because I have chlamydia now. Oh. I bought these and I wore these last night. I was with my boyfriend and now I have chlamydia. And my boyfriend, he does not cheat on me. My boyfriend doesn't lie to me, so I know my boyfriend didn't give me chlamydia. I have been safely buying from this shop for 10 years. Oh. And now I'm burning and scratching. And you think that's funny? No, I don't. Oh, man. <laughs> Look at how they looking. All right, they looking at her like. All right, well, apparently, yeah, she caught chlamydia from some panties from Victoria's Secret. She says her boyfriend could not have possibly. Her her boyfriend could not have possibly gave her chlamydia. Well, that's some. You could just take a couple of antibiotics and clear that up. But, um, yeah, I mean, maybe you're trying to sue Victoria's secretions, ma'am. I don't think the panties gave it to you. Perhaps, well, black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. So uh, check your boyfriend. Maybe take him to get it tested. Possibly. (laughs) Mm. All right. And the Kaylee in the background is looking at this strag like, what in the hell? No. You guys know who works here because I have chlamydia now. I bought these and I wore these last night. I was with my boyfriend and now I have chlamydia. Wait a minute. Okay. You bought these and you wore them to see your boyfriend. Then you were with your boyfriend sexually and you have chlamydia the next day. That's, I don't think that's true. She definitely trying to get a case here. But these Kayleys are like. And my boyfriend, he does not cheat on me. My uh, boyfriend doesn't lie to me. So I know my oh. boyfriend didn't give me chlamydia. Oh. I have been safely buying from this shop for 10 years. Look at, there's kids here. What's going on, man? Look at these kids. Oh, look at these knock kneed ass broads. And now I'm burning and scratching. And you think that's funny? Oh, man. Look at this flatback right here. This flatback's like, what in the, oh, the what in the straggle is this? This flatback supreme in the back. Wow. Man, they don't get paid enough for these straggles to be acting like this. Next straggle is going to be a theater video. Um, there's a PSA. Sorry, there's a there's a PSA. I'm telling you, man. The, shout out to modern women. Kevin Samuel, shout out to you for creating the modern women term. I borrowed it today. All right, um. What is going on, man? When we talk about begging, begging's not just about money. It's begging for attention. Let's take a look at this young woman. She looks like maybe high school, probably, I want to say maybe first year in college. Uh, Joe Biden, what is it? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. All right. Um, let's hear what she has to say. Discharge. 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 It's clear. It's white. 
Nice. It's yellow. It's green. Gonna go get it checked. It's clear. It's white. Nice. It's yellow. It's green. Gonna go get it checked out. Little bit here, little bit there. It's on my underpants. I don't mind because if it's clear, if it's white, that's nice. If it's yellow, it's green. Gonna go get it checked out. If it's clear and white, I already told you that's nice. If it's another color, if it smells real strong, if it's new to the underpants, get checked out. Discharge, 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 discharge. If it's a lot of white, or if it's itchy, not nice, that could be yeast or BV. So yeah, get it checked out. Well, you know, uh, you know, we, hey man, virgins are gone. You know, you guys, <laughs> there's no more virgins. Um, these women, these young women, you know, they get chatted out and they get a discharge and they want to tell, <laughs> they want to tell everybody, you know, I, I, you know what? This is a positive message. Let's, let's twist it. Let's plot twist it. This is a positive message for the young girls who are going to ride the cock carousel out here. <laughs> Remember, uh, cock carousel used to be a myth. Women are like, there's no cock carousel. Now we have, in three years, discharge. Okay, yeah. Now we have discharge. All right, women used to deny the carousel. When I used to make content, I didn't have TikTok videos. I used to have to talk about this, and women were like, where are you meeting these women? Today, we have discharge. <laughs> All right, this is crazy, man. I'm telling you, man. I don't know what to tell you. Ladies, check your panties. Yellow and white? All right. Green and smelly? No bueno. All right, here we go right here. Uh, next one here. Uh, we have a guy here who's uh, hit posting up clarity, and uh, he's going to show you right here why, when she doesn't leave. This is the Thelma Castillo uh, Castro. Thelma A. Castro. This is a woman's Instagram page. I'm telling you, man, boy. Uh, times have changed. This is a woman's Instagram page. Come on. That was a good movie. That was. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I just haven't been able to sleep lately. Yeah. I've been so stressed. I got kicked out and like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really have like a place to go. Pick up the begging. Oh, damn. I mean, it's getting kind of late. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I know it's getting, yeah, it's getting late. Um, I'll just have to sleep in my car. <laughs> yeah, here it come. Can you get the fuck out already? Oh, yeah, yeah I'll just, <laughs> I'll just get the fuck out. Yep. Yep, going to sleep in the car. Hey, man, going to cut the door because I'm looking at her like. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. 
Now, this is what I was describing earlier about women begging, right? In this skit, she's begging. And what did she do? She was over his house. Um, guys, women have done shit like this. There's women that do this. And they came over and fornicated with you so they could have a place to sleep, more or less. They didn't want to go back to their roommate's house. They didn't want to go back and sleep at their her, their poppy's house, their, their mother and father, their old boyless house. They're homeless, day in a bind. And they come over there pulling this bullshit, right? You 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 knock the peace leave out, and then they want to act like they sleeping. All right, and you like, ah, oh, here we go with this bullshit. All right, you trying to act sleep. All right, she's trying. All right, like I put the peace leave to sleep. You ain't sleep. Get up. It's time to go. Uh, now she started begging. What did she do? She started begging. This is the point of the show. It wasn't for money. People always think women are gonna beg for money. Nah, they begging for a place to stay. They in the bind, and this is this is a skit. But women pull this shit. Try to act like they sleep. All right. And he was like, when it's, it says right here, when she doesn't leave. And by the way, this is a woman's Instagram page. This is a female here using this as a skit. So again, art imitating life and uh, life imitating art. So now she want to play sleep. And he looking at her like, oh, hell no. Don't play that shit right here. Trying to sleep over. Right. Trying to sleep over because they don't want to sleep in a cat infested ass house. So now, oh, you know, then they start talking about they in a bind. I've been so stressed. And it starts there. I've been stressed. Kicked out and like, I don't, I don't really have like a place to go. Yep. They cable got turned off. The electricity have turned off. I don't got a place to go. Oh, baby, you can stay here. Nope. Get out. Get out. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you ain't sleep. But that's an example of begging. So you can be the Mac and kick her out, but that doesn't mean she's not going to beg. All right. That's a, that's a form of as dry begging ass woman. All right. Uh, Stragglers Nickel Theater here says mom cuts daughter's hair. Because she didn't approve of the style the father gave her. Admittedly, this is an example of older videos coming back to life. And um, this happens all over Twitter and Instagram. These old-ass videos shot with, you know, these, these uh, early forms of smartphones are now making their way around to a new audience. So this is an old video, admittedly, and a lot of times this is the case. All right, but as you can see here, the mother is going to cut the daughter's hair. Women hate their children, guys. Well, they don't hate their children. They hate the child's father more than they love the children. So uh, here we go. My baby said nobody did be crying. I don't care. I told you. Stop playing with me. They want to cut my baby hair out of here. Look at that now shit. Wait. That shit is sad. Hurt now my wait. baby feeling. Now wait. Because you don't hurt the dad. You hurt her feelings. You hurt my baby feelings. Man, I'm clear. I'm sure I showed this video five years ago. But anyway. My baby sat there for two hours. My baby sat there for two hours. My baby said nobody did be crying. I don't care. Yeah, I, I remember his voice. They motherfucker cut my baby hair out of here. Yeah, I remember this video because I remember his voice. Uh, yeah, uh, this is kind of an example of what I call parental alienation, baby mama terrors. And in our in our world, this is not a crime. Uh, these women need to go to jail for this. Uh, but the courts allow it, attorneys allow it, judges allow it, private investigators allow it. Uh, everybody allows this form of alienation. If a father does this, he'd be thrown in jail and lose custody. But women do this because they're bitter. They don't. They can't find a man, right? They can't find a man that's going to replace the man that they had, even though she really doesn't like him anymore. They know that they're in a bind. So what they do is when men care about their children, they normally hurt the children and the man. They use the children, and they'll hurt the children to get back to the man. Now, if a man doesn't care about the children, they'll never do any of this. If, if a man just washes hands and walks away, they'll never do anything to the child. They'll actually be better parents if the guy just walks away. They'll just say he's a deadbeat, and they'll shower the kids with love. 
But if that father cares about the child, they'll hurt the child in many ways, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And that's an example of physical and emotional abuse. Women get away with it. It should be a crime. But, you know, simp culture and gynocracy and misandry is wild in our country. And they allow toxic women, mentally unstable women, to, pr to uh, preside over children's lives. It's a, it's a truth. And that's an example of it. If, if you can't find a more clearer example of a uh, woman hurting the kids in order to get back to the father as a former parental alienation, I don't know what to tell you. And it don't matter what color they are. They could be, uh, they could be white, brown, Puerto Rican, or Haitian. They all do this former parental alienation. They all do it. I don't care what race of the woman is. It has nothing to do with race. They all alienate them. And they don't see any problem with that. Shout out to the, uh, her right there. Uh, Stragwin Sniggle Theater presses on. Apparently, somebody mentioned this on Friday. There is a ceiling challenge. A ceiling challenge. Meaning that people are taping their phone or Velcroing the phone to the ceiling and then doing some sort of dance here. But these people had it figured out. I'm glad they punched this out here. They did a good job on this skit. Uh, let's play the video. Uh, let's play the video with volume here. What are you doing? A ceiling challenge. You know when they put the put the phone up down the ceiling and then all you start dancing with the phone up there. No, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but we ain't doing that challenge. What challenge we doing? Either? I got a challenge for you. What? Watch out. What? Here. What? You wanna hear that beeping? Here. Change the smoke to take the batteries. Oh my god. Since you wanna be up there doing challenges. Really? You gonna wait for this? Hold this. No, you could have waited. Oh my goodness. Wanna do challenges. All right. Wrong you. There you go, right there. Yeah, black folks need to definitely do the Now, you happy now? Yeah. Yeah. All no, right. actually I'm not. Here, you want here. I got another challenge for you. Here. What other challenge you got? Here, you wanna come clean the ceiling fan? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> All right, keep clean the ceiling fan. Uh yeah, man. I mean, listen. This is definitely something somebody pointed out on Friday here. I can't remember who it was. Uh, pointed out the fact that, yes, the ceiling fan never gets clean. That battery seemed to be chirping. I don't know how you live through that type of... Most of you guys have mental trauma because that beeping noise. You don't realize that that has some sort of effect on your nervous system. You don't realize it, and you're all irritable. It's because of that beep, that incremental, that intermittent beep for like nine seconds, and then you don't realize why you're all frazzled. First of all, let's even talk about this. All right, let's talk about this. Let's go back. I mean, who is this couple? My goodness, man. She looked like, um, <laughs> she looked like, uh, I can't remember the boxer's name back in the day. Holy mackerel. Look at this. And does she have armpit hair? Man, we gone. Send it. Man, hell no. Nah. Send it. I don't know what to tell you, Ninja. Like, we out here bad. Oh, the humanity. And look at, she got rusty cornrows. That's what she looks like. I mean, that's what she. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. How many more videos do we have here on Straggle and Sniggle Theater? I have, I have, uh, let's see here. Dang, how many more we got? All right, we got two more, two more videos. Uh, this is something that I also warned you about. Oh, I got roasted about this one, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, I got roasted on this one, but I made this point 
I made this point. I said condom sex doesn't count. Now, people took that and they they clipped it and then they thought that I was telling you as men that condom sex doesn't count. Now, there's some truth of it because if you never felt sweet watery guts, it's going to be different than when you're in a condom. Now, I'm telling you, I'm I'm promoting safe sex. But condom sex and, and raw sex are completely two different things. All right, some of it is practice. Some of it is what I call simulated sex. And sometimes the woman doesn't count it as sex either. Now, when I said this, People thought I was nuts, but I'm not nuts, <laughs> all right? You're nuts. Pause. I'm telling you, there's women out here that get ran through with a condom on, and they don't count it. They don't count it. Now, people thought I was crazy, but I've played several clips of women saying this exact thing. So, yes, you've married a wife who've had condom sex with many men, and they don't count the sex. People thought I was crazy, right? Watch this. Thank you for TikTok, by the way. Watch this. Here we go. So you I keep telling that. y'all, you is like the third person on told. Hold if, on, explain that. If you're fucking with a condom, that does not count as a, a body. That's not. So you can fuck a hundred niggas. And it's not going to count. Fuck nobody. Exactly. Right? It's not going to count. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's not going to count. That's different. Wait, so that means your boyfriend can do that. If you got a boyfriend, like, yeah, you know, I'm about to go fuck with this brown right quick, but I'm going to wear a condom, so it don't count. Oh. You see, nah, niggas, niggas don't know how to do that. Yeah. yeah, see, there we go right there. Now I don't count when men do it, but watch this. I'm, I don't know what this guy's saying right here, uh, but let's go back. We'll go back to the original video here uh, where the woman said it right here. I t man, I've been trying to warn y'all about this. I've been trying to warn you. So you I keep telling y'all, you is like the third person on told. Hold if, on, explain that. If you're fucking with a condom, that does not count as a... A body that's not so you can fuck a hundred niggas and it's not gonna count fuck nobody exactly right? it's not gonna count yeah see i know i know guys i know i know sometimes i say things and when they're out of context people don't understand it but i've been uh, told y'all this this is not the first clip that i told you about this is not the first clip that i showed women saying this now do all women believe this the answer is no right i don't i can't say that they all believe it but i'm telling you there's a segment of women that believe this and I called this, and dude, somebody made a video about me, and that was one of their main points. I'm like, I'm telling you, trust me, man. I, I, I know people don't understand this because I have relationships with women that just don't have to include sex. But I talk to women, and I hear them say this shit. I've been traveling with women. I've been working exclusively with women all my life. I have multiple female relatives, sisters. I don't just make shit up. This is how, they, this is how some women justify it. Where they'll have, even sometimes they'll say, I'm a virgin. And they were like, but but I've been taking it up the Duke shoot. Nobody's ever penetrated the Punani. I'm telling you, I'll be hearing some wild-ish. I'll be hearing some wild-ish out here. And you guys got to understand, I don't just come out of nowhere with this. There is another example of that point being made by a woman. This is not the first time I've showed this. And you have to start thinking, how many other women think like this? They also have intimacy with women. Do they count that? Probably not. They be licking them low, lick them low lovers. Not all women, but women will have that. They don't count it. Um, if they sell the punani, they don't count it. Some women do, some women don't. If they, they were in a bind um, and they had to do what they had to do, they're not going to count it. I've often said they only count the men that they were in relationships with. I know. This isn't, this isn't all women, but they always, they only count the men that they were in a committed relationship with. That is the standard 
And that's the standard that by which when you ask them, they say five. But they don't count the hookups, the flings, the out of the area code, the condom sex, they had to sell some puss. Uh, The time that they didn't really want to do it, but they try to get a relationship with a guy. They got skeeted on. He didn't give her a relationship. Then she bounced after two or three times. They are not counting that. This is why people encourage you to add or multiply times three. And even then, you got a low number. All right, so it is what it is, man. (laughs) It is what it is. I know people don't want to make believe me, uh, but it is what it is. Let's talk about these men out here. I think this is the last video. We're going to move on. Uh, Let's talk about these men out here. This is a skit, and we're playing skits. We love skits on Straggle and Snickle Theater. This is a guy that is traveling. All right, he travels to go see a woman. And let's see how it turns out. We'll wait. We'll watch till the end. Yeah, I was going to fly to your city when my parlays hit. Uh, Let me see if I can give him credit. Malik B. Shout out to Malik B. (laughs) Now I'm looking at the plane right now. (laughs) (laughs) Now your DM's about to turn reality. I can't wait to see you. Where you at? I'm at the hotel. Oh, my God. You landed that fast? Yeah, I told the pilot I had a queen waiting for me when I land, so he sped the plane up. I'm applying pressure all day, so go hurry up and pull up. I got a whole day planned for it. Now, I really rock with you for real. Like in a land of women becoming thugs, you know how to be a lady. You're just saying that. No, I'm for real, though. Like, they don't make them like you back at home. All right, and so this guy has the mouthpiece. Uh, this is why would be guy described as he has the mouthpiece. He's finessing the woman. He traveled to her, but he didn't pay. All right. They have drinks, but he didn't pay. He got the whole fit, but he didn't pay. So he's using the mouthpiece and uh, hit. Where did he go to Atlanta? That's why I'm on you real bad, and I stamped that. I knew from my first DM you was my type of chick. For real. Yeah, because, like, you a Gemini, and that's like a red flag to dudes that's looking for something real. <laughs> but you, like, make Geminis look good. All right. I know I do. Stop it. I can't. You got everything? All right. And if I don't, I'll get it from you when I see you in LA, right? All right. And so here we go right here. This is where the mouthpiece ninjas talk about how they the Mackin and the player and all this stuff. Because the player player is about to come out. And he got them guts at the hotel, the motel, because hotel everybody, the Holiday Inn. And he got them guts. And now he's going to start to finesse. All right. Here we go. That should be soon. <laughs> We're going to see, though. I got a lot going on back at home. <sighs> All right, look, I'm going to hit you when I land, though. Daddy, Daddy! Oh, no. Oh. Busy. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, no. Back-to-back meetings, tired. They can't work without me. No, 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 no. Not the family. All right, this is good. Not Daddy coming home. Oh, no, man. Come on, man. (laughs) Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. And so, uh, yeah, uh, this is the type of stuff that I, I don't encourage this at all because this is going to lead to you getting stabbed, shot, poisoned. This is going to lead to you getting divorced. Yeah, man, you don't want this. You don't want this type of action, guys. I don't, I don't, I don't encourage people having affairs, especially on their family. Now, sometimes stuff happens, right? But of course, it'd be always the ninjas like this. That be bragging about it. Ninja, yo, yeah, typical mouthpiece ninja. All right, ninja got the mouthpiece, but got a whole family he sent for, simping for girls. But that, but it's the mouthpiece ass ninja. Uh, you know, I I don't I don't subscribe to this philosophy. I don't encourage it. Uh, not to say I'm a perfect human being, but you need to grow out of this behavior. It ain't worth it. Not even for a piece of puss. It ain't worth it. That's straggle and sniggle theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You 
can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me that's a deal right all right, you know, I call out the actions of women out here, and I also have to call out the actions of men. There's too much punani out here to be doing this. All right, you don't need to do this. It's not worth it. It's not worth it in the end. It's, it's going to take you one woman to catch up, um, and it's going to be a bad day for you real quick. It's going to be a bad day. You're going to pay a lot of money for the, them pieces of peace lead. All right, your wife going to take it out on your ass, and you're going to pay a lot of money for that couple pieces of peace lead. All right, shout out to Deshaun Rose says, I saved my bail money, coach, so here you go. Shout out to you and you didn't go to jail. Shout out to Rudy. We missed the sick and duck for a stack, girls. Well, I can't show that. I had to to take that off of YouTube. All right, although you probably see it on YouTube now, but yeah, man, they didn't like that when I did it. All right, Um, somebody says, be honest, women will try to delete you over this facts. All right, you don't want to get, you don't want to get shot over no punani. Either one of them women will kill you. All right. Anyway, shout out to Jones G. Colleges can't teach like you, CGA. Go. All right. The colleges should be bringing me in here. But oddly enough, I'm part of the uh, patriarchy, which I am part of the patriarchy. I am the patriarch out here. All right. But they don't want you ninjas to know this information. They don't. Macaroni Tony says CGA started this gangster ish and this the mother loving thanks he get. All right, yeah, man, it is what it is, but listen. <laughs> All right, it is what it is, but listen. All right, uh, shout out to, uh, let's see here, list of super chats. We catching up. Shout out to Justin, says the Army told those with the jab to leave. Now they're asking for them to come back. No jab needed. Clown one. Yep, because they having problems recruiting. And so now they're like, hey, we, don't, we want all of you jab listening just to leave. Kick them out. Kick them out, discharge them. Now they're asking for them to come back. Can you go? Man, I swear to God. I could go off on that for a long time. Johnny Law with the co-sponsorship in here. He says, Coach, you called it. The whole economy is taking shape. Match is preparing a $499 month matching service. Peace leave is the new normal. Selling peace leave. Yes, peace leave selling is the new normal. I, um, yep, I called it. I was ahead of that. I was ahead of that because I knew they had no other option. Now they're also reframing the selling of peace leave in this form of soft girl era. All right. <laughs> soft girl era. You know, all of these things here. That's just a form of them uh, selling puss. All right. But you don't know it yet. But I, I often call it. And there were some people that were saying, no, nah, coach, um, that has nothing to do with men. I'm like, yes, it does. <laughs> Ninja, everything a woman does has to do with men. Everything she does, she has the most to gain uh, from relationships. Everything they do is they think about they think about how this is going to affect them and, and men, right? Even to the point where a woman says this. I mean, so I could focus on my career. That has to do with men. I mean, listen, men do almost a lot of things in in regards to kind of how it's going to affect them and women. But to say a strategy of lifestyle. It's not about men. It's ignorant. It's, and I, by the way, this is not my first soft girl era video. I was kind of one, again, I'm not going to say I was one of the first ones, but I, I was on, I jumped on the soft girl era very early and broke it down for what it is. This is a new form of selling sex. I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's, it's just basically sugaring. That's what it is. I'm just, I don't. But they just don't want to talk about it. Y'all don't want to see it, but I'll, I'll break it down. 
All right, shout out to Greg says, lawsuits are the new divorce. Quoted by KS. That was on December 2nd, 2023. Uh, it's possible. But listen, no shade to KS, but yes. Lawsuits are the new divorce. I said that, and here we are. Y'all saw a whole month of lawsuits fought flying. And some not going to, well, they were always doing this. Come on, man. Let me just get my, can you can you catch up with me? Shout out to Greg says, New York Times bestseller, 2024, unevolved by Hafiz, the unsigned agent lifestyle. Sneeko, all right, y'all. All right, shout out to these brothers in here. Ay, ay, ay. The Mighty Bull says, sharing you on my social network at The Mighty Bull. Shout out to you, man. Thank you, brothers. And 2K Teacher says, I spoke to my boy's wife the other day about famous people she's met. She said she used to date Eddie George, running back for the Titans. Coach, you are right about every damn thing. Why folks deny you? I don't know. I don't know. And one of the reasons why is maybe what Charleston White is going to point out later on in the show. Charleston White pointed this out. It's what I, it's my delivery that people don't like. And women are triggered by delivery. Their nervous system goes crazy. And this is a description. And a lot of things that they say are true. They don't hear truth. They hear delivery. This is why they got on a lot of content creators about it's not what you say. It's how you said it. Well, that's irrelevant to the conversation of how I say it. But I say it in a certain way that I'll play a woman saying the exact same thing and the women will agree with that woman and I'll say, that's exactly what I said. Mm. All they hear is hate and all they hear is me triggering them. But it was the truth. <laughs> it was, right? It, it is, it's exactly what I said. And they be like, oh, I disagree with that. And I'll show Women in the comment section agreeing with what I said. And I said, now go back. That's exactly what I said. Now, Charleston White actually has a great video on this uh, that I'm going to throw out here um, of him explaining how people process information. All right, how people process information. And this is uh, courtesy of Cam Newton's podcast with Charleston White. See, this See, this is the thing, Charleston. Like, I, I think... Everything that you're saying has some truth to it. It's just the, the delivery. You oh. standing. There's no denying that you're standing for and by your people. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when you're addressing evil, you can't worry about the delivery. When you're looking at the conditions of our community, you can't worry about the evil. When you got kids, they kill kids and say, we smoking on Tuca. See, they wasn't worried about the delivery when these kids in Chicago were talking about smoking on Tuca. Mm -hmm. They weren't worried about the delivery. I ain't got no manners for no slut. I'm going to put my thumb in her butt. The delivery? I like girls kissing girls where I'm from. And that's on the radio. Girls on girls. That's, they, that's promoting lesbianism to my daughter as we driving to school. This song they playing with Drake. Y'all worried about the delivery? These niggas talking about killing each other. And they really, that nigga thug said, nigga, I shot at your mama. You don't mention me no more. He really shot that nigga mama. And y'all worried about my delivery? These niggas are confessing to murders on songs. And y'all worried about my delivery? Hey, look at Cam Newton. <laughs> Cam Newton, and shout out to Cam. Cam Newton is a free agent. Uh, but Cam Newton got stuck in this emotional conversation about the delivery and trying to criticize Charleston White. And then we're like, everything you dance to, everything you look at on BET, everything you look at in terms of movies, 
their delivery and what they're promoting is much worse. Why? Because the delivery is effective. You're listening to it because it's not lethal. It's not poisonous delivery. So you just accept it. But it's way more toxic than the toxic deliverer right here, the messenger. So then you go get on Charleston White. So now he's breaking it down. All right. Because the delivery is good, you accept it. And it's toxic. Let's continue. The conditions of black sucking them, talking about booty hole. Y'all worried about my delivery? Come on, don't be hypocrites, black people. Mm. Y'all can't listen to this music if y'all so caught up in my delivery. Facts. Don't do me like that. Facts. And the way y'all snap and pop y'all pussy to this music, the way y'all kill and drill to this music, uh. don't trip about my delivery. Hey, yo, easy. Why you wear your pants like that? I wear my pants like that because that's easy access, baby. Easy. Why you talk like that? I talk like that to get my point across. Whoops. Because when I wasn't talking like that, wearing a bow tie, y'all wasn't paying me no attention. And I was going to the Supreme Court changing laws and legislations in this country. Oh. I was working with over 50 U.S. congressional members from Ted Cruz to Mark Rubio, Senator John Cornyn. I was on the front page of the American Bar Association Journal. I had done a study with News 21, Walter Conkrike School of Journalism. Oh. Y'all wasn't paying attention then. Oh. So, nigga, I gave y'all what y'all want. A ignorant motherfucking nigga that talk like them rappers. Now y'all listening. Ooh, wee! All right, wow. Woo! Wait. Uh oh. Uh oh. See when he was doing it in this suit. And he was going up and trying to get legislation and law passed. They wasn't listening. But now they worried about the message now. Oh, <laughs> I see. Again, what matters? The delivery, the effect, the effective way you deliver it or the message. He's saying the message is more important. Fuck the delivery. Because when you deliver it the right way, they don't hear the message. They ignore it. Then when you deliver ignorance, the delivery is acceptable, but you just accepting toxic toxicity. And he's not talking about just the black community. This is the men and women gender war, quote unquote, at large. This is men and women in their relationship dynamics at large. Women are shutting the conversation down because of delivery and then they're going to pop in a puss to toxic music. Can't make it up. Can't make it up. And so this is why I don't worry about the delivery. All right, the message is the message because the delivery, what I'm saying, is right and exact. That's what it is. All right, you just don't like the way I'm saying it. Well, that's your problem. All right, it ain't going to stop the message. It ain't going to stop reality from being reality. Woo, man. Got y'all. Got y'all. Check and mate. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Check and mate. Shout out to Charleston White. Sizzo says, morning, coach, your boy. We'll be putting in that overtime during the busy holiday season. But, of course, you got money. I got money. He says, can't wait for the 12 cents of Cheesemas, which has got to come up here. All right, we definitely doing that. Do I do that on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I can't remember. All right. Shout out to uh, Sheldon. Says, hey, he says, hey, coach, it's funny how quiet the women are in regards to the female teacher, male student smashing. There's a new movie on Netflix called May December. It's a trip. They are preparing folks for the new normal. Send it. Well, I did a show called The Cougar Revolution, and they're getting ready for older women and younger men. 
All right, that's the propaganda that they're going to push. And uh, more power to them. They, I think they're a good. I think they're a good match. But don't say shit when I'm out here at the junior college. All right, at all. Don't say Nathan. Shout out to Joshua Moon said to the discharge coach. Send it again. All right, and 2K teacher was hitting on this. He said, uh, fame, women and, and I always call it millionaires, but he said women and famous men. Um, if a woman says she knows a famous man, she's been with him in a way that you'll never be with that famous man, right? She might know her from a distance. She might know a conversation. She might exchange a couple messages. She might have went up to his dorm when she was in college. She might have wished she can went up into the dorm. She might know her friend that went up in the dorm. All right, when they say they know famous people or at least wealthy people, they've invited, been invited into a space. Now, I find this to be where women lose like crazy because they're in a space that men are not invited to. Now, of course, they know these men want to get in their panties, but they don't know how to navigate this situation effectively. And later on, you'll, they'll sue them, right? And that's the way they'll get the money passively, passive aggressive. But men aren't invited in front of millionaires, all right? In order for me to get in front of a millionaire, I have to have an idea to sell that millionaire, or he has to be a part of my social circle. I have to have a, a, a relationship with that person. But women will get in front of famous men, millionaires, rich men, and still come out broke unless they sue. All right, that's it right here. Right? They'll come out broke at the end of it with no knowledge. They won't have no information. They won't have a bit of information that can help them. This is kind of how they work, but but this is typically why, uh, uh, you, you know, younger women just don't figure it out. If they're somewhat aggressive, they can make something work, but not many of them do. Yeah, they get invited on the boat. They have to, you know, tickle his old hairy-ass ball sack. Pause. But, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, Cassie. Cassie is another example. Where she made nothing out of it. She lost. Uh, this other woman, uh, Dion's wife, but I know she was famous. But Cassie is a prime example of it. She spent all them years enjoying getting throttled, watching that ninja Diddy get fudge packed up the Duke shoot. Pause. And she couldn't figure out how to make no money out of it. All right. She tried to put her whack ass singing career out there. Nobody cared about her singing. Like she's irrelevant. But she couldn't figure out how to make a couple of dollars at the end of it. Right? You know what I mean? The only way she had to do was sue the ninja when she was a full volunteer and participant. Hell with that abuse shit. She was in there and she fumbled the bag, ended up with a broke ass personal trainer, right? And and war stories and battle scars. All right, that's all she ended up with. War stories and a six thousand dollar a month income and no record sales. Ninja, I mean, <laughs> you know, hey, that's what happened, but she ended up having to sue for it. Post what I call lawsuits or new divorce. She spent 11 years looking stupid, stuck on stupid. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You couldn't figure out how to move a couple of dollars into your bank account. You couldn't figure out how to siphon his money. You couldn't figure out how to put some of his interactions into being a music executive. You couldn't come up with nothing else. Like you had all that time to sit around getting your ass beat, but you could not come up with nothing else. Like, to me, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. Like, you couldn't be like, all right, all right, why does Ninja sleep? I'm going to put a couple of dollars and siphon it into my bank account and then come out with $5 because that's what I would have did. All right, Ninja, you got me now. But, but no, because Ninjas get lazy. I'm going to tell you what people do. People are lazy. What they'll do is they'll get in a good situation and then don't think 
long term. Like the situation going to just keep going and going and going and you never going to get replaced. You just get in there and be lazy. You enjoy the lifestyle. She enjoyed the lifestyle. She ate all the food. She drank all the drink. She did all the partying. She smoked all the dope and did all the lines of coca. She slobbed on ninja's knobs. And then she came out stupid at the end of it. Lazy. Ninja, when you get in there, <laughs> when you get in there, you parlay. When you get in there, you like, let me take advantage of this shit. But then when you get kicked to the curb after you smoke all the smoke and drank all the drink, now you want to come out here and then be like, I was a victim. That's the only card they play. I mean, <laughs> the ride is going to come to an end. All rides come to an end. All rides are going to come to an end. Let the shit come to an end. And then, but before it comes to the end, you get your bag. Get your bag. But then. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> all right. He said, that doesn't sound lazy. That's lazy as fuck. You came out with zero in a bruised punani and ego. That's what you came out with. That's lazy. <laughs> right? You could have left long time ago, but you were smoking all the smoke and drinking all the drink. You had time to eat the food. <laughs> Come on, man. People are lazy as fuck. They get comfortable and they be like, okay, this will be forever. All right, anyway. Anyway, I know a lazy person when I see it. All right, here we go. Last one. And then uh, your boy uh, Jacob says, Coach, I went to Tijuana last weekend and spoke to a couple of dancers. They said business for them has been slowing down the past few months as guys are still showing up to the clubs, but they're spending way less. So they're not making it rain or paying for extras with the girls anymore. Yeah, they trying to find a way, man. Oh, by the way, it's the holidays, so people are going to start paying less. They're tightening up their belt. Right, they tighten up their belt, they tighten their budget up. So, you know, once we get out of tax season, they're just gonna start making their money back. He said, getting seconds and thirds. Yep. Just, she showed up, got seconds and thirds, had plenty of food. She had dances and trips, and she flew on all the airlines and took all the cruises and had all the boat trips. Ninja, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. I ain't got no time for this shit. You just uh, just say you a lazy bum. And you're using opportunities to ninja like it ain't a money grab. She was okay, okay, okay. But she she fucked up. Let's just acknowledge that. And she ain't the only one out here. A lot of people doing this. Let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. Here we go, right here. Break breaking up. Breakups are hard. All right. I was gonna play the Mario song breakup. Love and you love and you love and you love you. Wait, I messed it up. With them, with them, love and you love and you why would you wanna break up? Why would you want to break up? All right, breakups are hard, man. Um, do you have an exit plan in your relationship? Again, we were just talking about it. Cassie didn't have an exit plan. She was stuck on stupid. All right, a lot of you guys get stuck on stupid, meaning that you get cheated on, right? And you don't have an exit plan. You see your girl pulling away. You see her acting funny. You see your boyfriend pulling away. You see him acting funny. And then you get lazy, fat, out of shape, or you stop fixing each other's meat. And then all of a sudden, they cheat on you. Again, I don't advise cheating, but a lot of people don't have an exit plan, and then they start cheating. I don't think that's a good exit plan. But also, the people in relationships get comfortable. You get comfortable. My man would never cheat, but you walking around here looking slop-a-lop. Well, here's an example of it right here. 
Here's an example of it. And people don't have exit plans. They think their relationship is just going to last because loyalty, because commitment. Nah, man, that's lazy. And take a look at the two people here. We have a uh, big, fat, out of shape, refrigerator shaped woman. All right, look, she built like a whole refrigerator. Look at this body right here. I mean, and look at the T-shirt she has on. I mean, she should be disgraced for just walking around looking like this. Look at her, man. She looking like a Teletubby. All right, and the other woman here is sitting there, and she looks somewhat feminine, and she's presenting herself in order to catch a mate. Everybody sees this, right? But this is what happens in breakups here. This is what happens. Let's go ahead and show it. It says, when you find your man cheating on you with your best friend. Well, take a look at the two here. Let's go ahead and play it. When you find your man cheating on you with your best friend. Oh. Oh. Oh, man. Okay, abuse. Oh, is she happy or sad? I can't tell. Oh. All right, and she seems unbothered. She was like, yeah, uh, you got caught slacking on your pimping. All right, that's all that happened. And the best friend is unbothered. She like, hey, you lost it looking like a Teletubby. And the best friend probably tried to tell her and let her down easy and say, you about to lose your man. And she like, not me, my boyfriend loyal. And she was like, okay. Mm. All right, but somebody says right here, why she didn't use this energy to exercise? Why she didn't use this energy to put into her relationship? See that AR? Oh, when you man. find your oh man, and look at this body, look at this back. Oh my goodness, look at this terror. But but again, this is a, what I call lazy. She got lazy, and if you get lazy in your relationship, you deserve to get cheated on. Listen, I don't advise cheating, but if you get lazy and you're like, my man's gonna be with me because he he loves me. Uh, same thing as you guys. My girl's gonna be with me because she's loyal. Ninja, you deserve to get cheated on at this point. All right, because you're coming into the relationship with no exit plan. You're not trying to improve yourself, and you done got lazy on the person. And then now you want to act out like a monkey, all right? And uh, you're basically showing why you got left, all right? You're demonstrating why you got left. This isn't the first time he's seen this behavior. Men cheating on you with your best friend. Yeah. Look at this. Like, hey, look. Imagine if she put <laughs> imagine if she put this much energy in exercising to keep herself in shape. Imagine but she probably took that much energy to pop uh medical mental health meds. Imagine if she put that much energy into slobbing this knob every night. Imagine if cuz you know she's not doing it. That's why he over there with the with the best friend. All right, and uh and she's also demonstrating why he wanted to leave this jackass. And now we got the, look at this body. Holy mackerel. Look at this ninja. She got that belly. Holy mackerel. All right. Look at this, man. <laughs> All right. Yee. Is this all you got, ma'am? All right. She definitely going to slash tires. All right. But this is why I don't advise cheating. I, I wouldn't advise you to do this, guys. This is, this is bad business. This is bad juju. Not the best friend. I don't, you guys don't know how to cheat, do you? Don't don't do this. Don't do this. This is bad juju. I, even if your best friend, you know what's gonna happen is, um, after a while, 
you're going to do the other girl wrong. They're going to trauma bond and they're going to come after you. <laughs> right? Don't don't do this. Breakups are hard. Uh, speaking of breaking up, why would you want to break up? All right. Wife of Sam Collier. I don't know what this is. Hilson's first black church leader and pastor announces divorce amid allegations of infidelity. Uh oh. All right, look at these pulpit preacher ass ninjas. You know, you got to watch these ninjas. It's not just the Mac ninjas that be over it. It be these simping ass ninjas, these ninjas that probably talking shit about men. And of course, they focus on their delivery and not the actual message. Shout out to these pastors. And look at this little, his little woman. He got him a first lady and he out here being pastor clap cheeks and deacon clap cheeks. All right, let's read this. These damn church. Tony Collier, I believe it says, the wife of former Hillsong's Atlanta, of course, Atlanta, Pastor Sam, who served as Hillsong Church's first black pastor before he stepped down earlier last year as a global church network, faces a wave of scandals announced Friday that she is seeking a divorce over alleged infidelity. In response, her husband accused her of abuse. Yeah, breakups are hard. Breakups are hard. Because really, I mean, in many relationships, there's going to be some sort of mess in the relationship. Relationships are hard, man. Right? So then people start playing the victim. I don't understand, Ninja. You decided to get in a relationship. Now, at, when it starts breaking apart, now you want to come out and talk about all the victim shit. Now, it, it, this the problem is. This the problem. Where was this during the relationship? See, all of these things we talk about in these relationships, right? Um... These people, when we talk about it, they ignore it. They never want to be like, they, oh, they you, you tripping, CGA. But then when a relationship breaks up, then we hear about all the infidelity and abuse. Why is this? Why didn't you sound the alarm early on? Why didn't you dip and leave before that? Why didn't you put up with it? Now we got to look at 11-year relationship and marriage, and then it was abusive the entire time, and it was, but you stuck around for how many years? This is crazy. I don't get it. It, well, I do get it. I understand. It says the couple issued dual statements on Instagram just a few minutes apart on Friday, confirming the relationship is older, over, and I'm not going to talk about it here. But it says right here, after years of discovering and enduring repeated acts of infidelity, I've chosen to end my marriage with Sam. Repeated, bruh. Repeated, repeated acts, of, and you just stuck around. Okay. <laughs> All right, there's, it says right here, despite seasons of hope. See, this is, again, marry, you cannot trust married people. You cannot trust married people. They're the biggest liars out here in the relationship marketplace. Not me, not mine, and then it don't work out. Now there was repeated infidelity. Now there was years of abuse. <laughs> what the hell? Despite seasons of hope, attempts at reconciliation, counseling, after recently discovering more infidelity, I realized this wasn't a sustaining, a sustainable or God-honoring marriage anymore. You just realized that. How long were they married? I tried to divorce her seven times, and she begged me to stay, uh, stay and keep abusing me. <sighs> look at this, brothers. Look. look. Look at this, man. This is why you cannot trust married people. They be out here lying they ass off. Lion, 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 and be pushing you to get married. So now here it is. This is his statement. Tony is a liar and an abuser. It is documented that she has been abusing 
me our entire marriage. Oh, man, I've been warning you. What are we doing now? Now she was abusing you the entire marriage and you didn't married 50, 11 people. You didn't told about marriage and y'all, y'all bitch ninjas been out there simping for marriage. Now she's been abusing you the entire life. This is terrible. Y'all some goofies, man. I tell you, do not believe these married people. <laughs> okay, what is this right here? I asked Tony not to do this as well as our team and our lawyers. She is not divorcing me. We are divorcing each other. And I tried to divorce her seven times and she begged me to stay and kept abusing me. I will tell more on the story later. See, this is what married people do. It's what married people do. They be lying and shit, putting on a facade. Yeah, I said it, a facade, because that's what it is, a facade. Because then they want to talk, talk about years later. I, I, I don't want to hear the bullshit. I don't want to hear this shit. This is the same as Cassie. I, I don't want to hear this shit, pastor, clap cheeks. I don't want to hear this shit, all right? I don't want to hear from Tony or for you. Why don't y'all divorce? Y'all making each other miserable. Move the hell on. I don't want to hear about no years of abuse and uh, uh, infidelity. I want to hear this shit now. All right, because now you put up with it, and now you're trying to come out here and put, put the other person as the bad guy. This is crazy. Speaking of breaking up, <laughs> right? And it says, oh, wait to the end? All right, yeah, they wait to the end. Uh, anyway, here we go right here. Yeah, they ran to the court of public opinion. Speaking of, well, I have to give you the court of public opinion now, yeah. Court of public opinion. Now he want to snitch. All right, Deion Sanders, Neon Deion, prime time. All right, Prime, Coach Prime, divorcing, well, not divorcing. Him and his girlfriend announces uh, the end of their 11-year relationship on the gram. Man, the court of public opinion busy this week. It's busy every week. All right, the court of public opinion don't play. Right? All right, they, go, they announced it on the gram. Well, thank you very much. Since they announced it publicly, we'll talk about it. Uh, so uh, his girlfriend has a name. Her name is Tracy Edmonds, and she used to be something. All right, there she is right there. And she used to be Babyface's ex-wife. But they, he did not marry Tracy Edmonds. Smart move, Neon Dion. But uh, there's a lot more to the story, I'm sure. In a surprising and heartfelt revelation on the gram, Tracy Edmonds, the longtime girlfriend of Neon Dion, primetime Sanders, announced the end of their 11-year relationship. The couple, known for enduring their endearing, enduring partnership, Decided to part ways, marking the end of a significant chapter in their lives. All right, and take a look at her. Uh, she's a nice piece of calico. All right, I think she's almost 50 years old. She still looks good and well-preserved, and then just going to be like, Coach, I'll hit. I, I would hit, too, once or twice. All right. But uh, it says right here on Sunday, Edmonds took the, the court of public opinion uh, to share the news. With her fans and followers. So, all right, she's trying to shop here. All right, she's trying to shop. She says in that poignant post, she expressed deep appreciation for the years of support. So they really didn't tear each other down. They used a statement to uh, basically do it right there. And then Dion came up with his own statement. And he's like, oh, that bitch beat me to the court of public opinion. Well, I better put out a statement that says, love you, Tracy. You've been a true blessing to me. I appreciate the times we shared and the last we've had. You're an amazing woman and a tremendous mother and so forth and so on. And they began their relationship in 2012. And uh, the couple uh, got engaged in 2019, but they did not marry. All right, they did not marry. And there was a uh, wonderful video that I showed you, a wonderful video that I showed you that um, 
uh, Dion and Babyface came together. It was actually interesting to see them sit down and one pimp hand over the hoe to the other pimp. Yeah. I mean, that's how pimps do it. Shout out to the true PIMPs. They'd be like, hey, man, I want to sit down and have a beer. This is how most people should hand their women over to other men, right? You don't have to say, hey, I lost my broad. What you do is, because you're going to replace her anyway, and then I could get another one just like her. So when she comes along, Dion and, and Babyface sat together and was like, hey, man, let me tell you her flaws. Let me tell you how to do her. Let me tell you how to get in there. And then more power to you. You know, shake her hand, and then you go to the Juco and replace. All right, but, but Babyface coming back, all right, he got him a nice junior college piece of white piece sleeve out there, and Deion Sanders going to be out there. And uh, let me just show you, Deion Sanders out here, he ain't going to be he ain't going to be missing the ninja out here in Snow Bunny Heaven in Boulder, Colorado. The ninja at the junior college, and he got flatback Supremes everywhere. You see the ninja in the back? All right. I can't point my mouse, but look at look at Dion in the back here showing teeth out here. This ninja going to be. Don't feel bad for Coach Prime. All right. Don't feel bad for Coach Prime. Coach Prime got a whole bunch of. All right. Flatback Supremes out there. That ninja going to be testing the market like great. Look at him. <laughs> Look at that ninja. All right, don't be bad. Hey, Coach Prime going to be all right. He got them neon white teeth. Look at him. Look at him. All right, he like, man, get this old. Let me go on in. Out with the old, in with the new. He got Millie Mouth Muskrats. He got blondes, flatback Supremes. Look at him. He going to be good as hell. He going to be good out here. Look at him. Look at that ninja. Uh-huh. He in heaven. I'm in heaven. <laughs> all right, it's snowing. It's snowing out there. Dion, like, man, this snow too good in Baltimore right out here. He got pink toes everywhere. The ninja, like, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. All right, he's going to be all right. But uh, let me tell you what happened. I know people want to know what happened. I do have a philosophy and opinion on what happened here. Um, here's the reality. Oh, by the way, I do have Dion right there, too, showing teeth right there. This ninja go. He like, it's snowing out here, man. It's snowing, all right? <laughs> Dion, I see you out there, man. I know you got a little bit of trouble with the women, man. I understand, man. They be throwing it at you. These white girls don't care, ninja. <laughs> All right, this ninja grinning from ear to ear with the Cheshire cat. Ninja, his dimples hurting out there. This ninja out here starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. He got Silverthorn, Colorado, Vail, Aspen. All right, he got them all around the place. Bunnies everywhere. Niggas always gotta show their <laughs> All right. Look at them teeth, Ninja. That Ninja gleaming out there, his teeth. That's why they call him Neon Dion, the Ninja starving out there. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, he going to be all right. <laughs> now, here's what happened. Somebody said Tracy can't stand 10 toes down. Here's the thing. Uh, wait, I didn't mean to do <laughs> My bad. I meant to do this. Um, here's what happened, man. Uh, you know, celebrities live a certain lifestyle. Uh, they, are, they, they, they have a lot of off time. Deion Sanders probably in their 11-year marriage had a lot of off time. His off time consisted of fishing. If you've been following him, he was doing a little bit of Instagram motivational speaking. Um, and uh, he was doing, you know, some celebrity appearances, signing autographs. He was post playing career, post Hall of Fame or Hall of Fame right around when he met her. And he was available to her. They worked on businesses together. They spent a lot of time together and so forth and so on. And he didn't marry her right now. I'm going to assume that you know, that she probably wanted a marriage uh, because his bag started to get a little bit better. I'm not going to say she was bag chasing, but beautiful women bag chase. It's in their DNA, right? And so she probably was like, hey, I see you blowing up. You're getting a lot of attention. 
And also, your lifestyles change. Like, being a coach is 24-7. Being a coach is 24-7. Even if he clap his snow bunny cheeks, it's not the celebrity life. And so, she probably endured, endured the Jackson State years. She probably put up with that. But being a Jackson State coach at an HBCU and being a high-profile coach at a, um, what they would call a Power 5 conference school, it's 24-7. He probably was not available to her like that and uh it's a it's it's around the clock and there's a lot of stress and probably how coaches deal with stress is not the healthiest way to do it right he started winning and he started losing right he wanted to probably be a better uh have a better record than he did and it probably did terrible on their relationship it probably was terrible not only that his rise to fame and the exposure he was getting she probably get listen light-skinned women all right Somebody said Shaq already called her. Light-skinned women cannot stand when you outshine them. And I'm going to just say, Dion probably could be cheating on her. I, I don't know. I have no idea. And it probably wasn't working out for her. And she was like, I'm out. I'm out. I, I want to go somewhere where people have give me attention. And you are not the same guy you were. You're not the same guy, meaning that he's not available to her like he was previously. Now, Dion is on his path and his perfect purpose right here. And he's figured out that he can try to make something out of this college coaching thing, which was not available to him five years ago. Remember, five years ago, he was not college coaching. Then he started to do it with Jackson State, and he built up some momentum. Then he launched into Power 5 Coaching, which is a whole different animal from HBCU, right? whole different animal. I've coached at HBCU, and I've coached at uh, Division I universities. So it's completely different. Your work ethics, like in HBCUs, you don't even have to show up. In the office. You don't even have to show up. Nobody's going to say nothing. All right. Um, in most division ones, some division ones, you can pull that, but can't pull it for long. You got to show up. It's going to, you're going to, you're going to get fired. So he has to show up. Um, and at that point, he's not showing up for her. And she's like, that's it. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. If people think, then you don't want to talk about Dion with the nanny goat, Dion with the, um, wearing a dress sure you could bring that in there but the realities are he wasn't available to her anymore and she probably felt a certain way about it but i'm guaranteeing you he didn't see her very much and she was like i'm out of here right here i'm out of here there you go right there and i'm gonna say they don't have any children or do they have children i don't think they have any children so uh, there you go right there. I, I think that's probably what it has to do with. And she's a beautiful woman. Um, she's probably about, about to hit 50 years old. She probably still has value out there. She doesn't in comparison to a lot of guys that will, you know, there's somebody will swoop in there. Somebody will swoop in there. And uh, But I definitely felt she probably would felt lonely. She felt lonely. And she was like, that's it. But kind of shows you what, where her priorities were. No children. Uh, it, it shows you where her priorities were. It was never really about him. Once he made his life about him, she was probably ready to dip. All right. She might even say, why are you even doing this? You don't need the money and whatever here. You're putting your ego in it. He probably came home. You know, uh, guys, I'm going to tell you, he probably spent. There was times he probably slept in the office. I mean, I'm just telling you how these football coaches are. They're very maniacal. Uh, when I worked on Division One campuses as a coach, the football coaches were nuts. They were nuts. They were something else. Like they lived, um, eat, slept, 
drank football. Did some of them have little girlfriends on campus? Yes. But everything happens on that campus. Everything happens in their football facility. Every, everything happens there. They don't be off and they'll go get some lunch, but they come back to the office. They don't be out here just floating around and doing whatever. And everything, you can see he was burned out by the end of the season. So I'm going to just tell you. Yeah, I know that's Babyface's ex-wife, but she ain't going back to that ninja. right? I actually talked about that. I don't know where, he might be behind in the stream. But yeah, um, that's where it is. So I think she said, well, I no longer have a place in your life. And that was it. Mm. Now, here's the thing. I want you to notice this. They broke up amicably. They broke up amicably. He has his path and purpose. His, his, his fortune is going to take off. I don't care what the record is at Colorado. He's going to be fine. He'll get another job. He'll get an NFL job. All right. He don't have to do very well at Colorado. Um, We've seen the Texas Tech coach get an NFL job, and that ninja was 6-7 six and seven and 7-6. Seven and six. Right? Just so you know. He doesn't have to do extremely well. He just has to not go winless at Colorado, and he's going to get a job. Right? He's going to get a job because Dion's money. So he, he'll get another Power 5 job, or they'll move to the Big 12, and he'll do decent, and or he'll go to the NFL. He's good. He's going to get a bag. He'll make $60 million off of his coaching career. In the next 10 years, he'll make $60 million. Now, that might not sit well with her along the line, and it might be more beneficial for her to come out um, with some tell-all bullshit, right? Mm. Right? That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, he'll he gonna get something out of this coaching stuff. This is gonna be he he gonna be able to ride this out till he eighty. He already doing commercials, and the ninja was four and eight. So I know people want to hate on him and say, well, he sucks, and his team is not that good. His team actually did decently, but he don't have to do nothing. He don't have to do much more than that. He could go six wins in the next year or two, and the ninja will get an NFL job. Don't, nobody cares about that shit. So anyway, um, watch out for potential tell-all book, some shit that comes out, leaking information to the press. There could be something going on there, uh, talking about recruiting activities, some violations, maybe his relationship with the sons. There's going to be something that she comes out with because women never ha- want to leave empty-handed. They want to leave with some form of victimhood, and he might want to consider paying her off. Right? <laughs> he might want to consider paying her off. All right, and she can get another guy that's going to pay attention to her, right? But it's not Dion anymore. He's found this new purpose. Guys, when you find your new purpose or passion, one thing is sometimes you have to leave people behind, even people you love. Not everybody can go. Not everybody can go for the ride. This is a hard thing because everybody wants to pick up everybody. It's kind of the thing about the black community, I tell you. Not everybody can go. If, if you're going and, and, and you find something that you love to do or that is bringing you attention and or monetary, then just not everybody can go, even loved ones. You got to leave them behind. And they'll be like, it ain't always about the money. Man, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm. It ain't just the money that he's chasing. But there's his passion, what he cares about. Sometimes that is where you produce income. He's not chasing the money. He's changing his passion and his purpose, and he's found a lane. Not everybody finds a lane. He probably was bored as hell. He probably was bored. He probably didn't know what to do with himself six years ago. Then he got into coaching, and you're like, oh, I want to do this. But sometimes you got to let people stay behind. 
Some people aren't prepared to go to you to that next level. Sometimes they'll catch up with you and say, damn, you know what? But somebody, sometimes, sometimes, and almost all the time, not everybody can go with you on the ride. It's all. And don't feel like you got to take everybody or never stop what you're doing and turn off the water spigot to try to get people to come in here and be ready for you when you rise, right? Because um, opportunities only knock once many times if you're lucky to get one opportunity. But when the opportunity comes, Ninja, you can fix the relationship later or you could just say, hey, you didn't come along with the ride. But the opportunity came. The water spigot was turned on. The money spigot, the passion spigot, the energy, right? He probably works in, like crazy and he loves it and he enjoys it. However, I don't get an opportunity again. I can get another you, Tracy. I can get another version of you. I can get you back again. But what I can't get is this opportunity. So I'm not going to stop the opportunity because you're unhappy because we saw Kevin Costner do this. He had an opportunity of a lifetime that was greater than any of his previous opportunities. And then his wife's turned stupid. His wife turned stupid. What did he do? He left the show to attend to his wife and she still divorced him. She still divorced him. And in help him leaving the show, he could have told her ass to kick rocks. I don't give a fuck what <laughs> you think, bitch. Cut he should have. Yep. Cut her off. Cut her off. Cut him off. Family members, friends, girlfriends, wives, ex-wives, whatever it is, adult kids, cut their ass off. Be like, hey, Ninja, I can't make this opportunity up again. But you, you can either come back with your mind right or you can kick rocks. But everybody can't come. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, same thing. Tom Brady had his wife. You need to quit. You need to quit. Found out that Ninja quit. Found out she was cheating on that Ninja with the Kung Fu instructor. He was like, man, I'm coming back. He's like, I'm coming back. I left only to find out she was getting her cheeks clapped by the uh, Taekwondo instructor. He was like, man, I ain't leaving for this shit. Came back. So, guys, don't give up your passion and purpose for these so, uh, loyal situations. Man, people aren't loyal to you. Opportunities are way more loyal than people. All right, anyway, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, ninjas is out here being dummies. You big dummy. All right, people going to be here. And if you missed them, you missed them. Ninja, it is what it is. All right, you missed them, you missed them. All right, breakups are hard. Last one manipulation here there's a woman that says after three years she told her boyfriend to marry her or or she'll move to las vegas let's see how this worked out again okay. this is an example of begging this is the main event topic begging here it is right here this woman says here she's gonna beg her boyfriend to marry her or she's gonna move let's see how this worked out after i gave him the ultimatum he just looked at me in my face and was like if you feel like you need to move move and so we went through three months of like chicken where I had no friends in Vegas, no family in Vegas. I just really blurted that out. I did not mean it. I had no intention. I had no job. I had nothing. I had no plans on moving to Vegas. I thought I was going to force this man to propose to me for three months. He was like, do what you got to do. You want to move, move. So the last day I was putting my stuff in the car, he came over and help me put my stuff in the car. And we putting stuff in the trunk and I just start crying. I'm like, you really gonna let me leave? He looked at me and he said, have a safe trip. Yeah, yeah, well, again, begging, begging. All right, begging doesn't always have to be for money. So again, she tried to, uh, she tried to give that ninja ultimatum, guys. 
If a woman gives you an ultimata, ultimatum, tell them to kick rocks. All right, ultimatums are for bitch-made ninjas. All right, lose them. I've been with you for five years. I'm going to leave. Bye. All right, don't, don't give in to the ultimatum. That's giving in to weakness, and most of the time, it ain't going to work out. All right, and so this is what the dude did. Okay, all right, you want to go to Vegas? Follow your world. Follow your heart, baby. All right, follow your heart. Be safe. All right, have a safe trip. I'm going to help you pack. Hope you got somebody to help you unpack. I hope you got a place. And she was like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Where did all the men All right, go? fooled her ass. And she was like, oh, wait a minute. Wait. And she had nothing there. Again, this is, a, this is an example of begging, but they can't ask directly. So they try to manipulate. This is an example of what I call manipulation. Remember, it's not inherently malicious, but they don't know how to be straightforward. So they try to beg and dry bag. Right? That's what the hell she got. All right, he was like, have a safe life. You're replaceable with that clown wig or whatever that is on the top of your head, that dead skunk. I don't know what it is. What is it, a dead poodle? I don't know what that is on the top of her noggin. All right, but he was like, have a nice life, baby. Uh, breakups are hard. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to pay that, but look, that's the end of that segment right here. Let's go ahead and catch up on some Super Chats, continue the show. Next segment is going to be the streets are calling. You heard a little bit of the background. The streets be calling. Ladies, are you guys in the streets out here? In the streets. Yeah, shout out to uh, mm-hmm. Monte says, I love Charleston White. He's amazing. And Charleston White, shout out to him, um, is a character. He's admitted it to, to being a character. So, uh, by the way, you know, most people on social media at this point are characters caricatures of themselves they're playing a dimension of themselves not the entire dimension you don't see everything so that's one of the things we have to talk about is entertainment he's admitted to being an entertainer and creating this character uh like lauren hill said lauren hill said you have to add a motherfucker so the ignorant niggas hear me that's what she said and that's what he created an ignorant character that gets and goes viral all right um and he's now being heard. So shout out to him on that. Shout out to Jason L. He says, Tracy is nearly 57 years old. If I could make you laugh, if I could make her laugh and giggle, I wonder if she'd let me see them cheeks clap and jiggle. If I could make her laugh and giggle, I wonder if she'd let me see them cheeks clap and jiggle. And by the way, Tracy Edmonds, I'm down for about one night or two. I'm down for about one night or two. Yeah, that's about to get. But and I'll I, and I'll sing to you. I'll sing to you because you're a singer, right? Because I'll be like this. <clears throat> Let me hold you tight, if only for one night. Let me keep you near to ease away your fears. I'll be at your side. But only for one night. Yeah. I won't tell a soul. No one has to know. 
if you want to be totally discreet i'll be at your side but only for one night yeah 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 but it's okay all right anyway <laughs> All right, but it is what it is. Tracy, I got you, baby, but only for one night. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Maybe two. We'll do, we, we, we can do what we need to do, baby. We can do what you need to do out here. All right, anyway, here, but Tracy, it ain't coming back, man. The old days ain't coming back. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. Nah. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. They're going to be gray and old, baby. The old day, The good old days is gone. The good old days is gone, man. All right, here we go. Shout out to, uh, let me see. Did I get that brother there? All right. It is what it is, man. And ladies, y'all can sign up to one-nighters. All right, one-nine. I'm in one time, one night only. All right, oh, my goodness. DJ Magic Worldwide here. He says, hey, I'm in Charlotte. A lot of female teachers fight to teach at South Mech High School. Students from Quail Hill, South Park, and Ballantine go there. He says, and these areas are where 70 to 80% of wealthy people in the city of Charlotte live, including, um, they're saying some people here, some celebrities, LL, Fantasia, Anthony Hamilton, and a lot of the Carolina Panthers and the Charlotte Hornets. The school is also known for winning multiple state championships in soccer. There's a guy from the Packers, Alexander of the Packers, played there before transferring. He says that trick just wanted that student's millionaire parent's money he says hit that chick with the price is wrong wow so that's a highly suburban if you don't miss if you missed it this woman is in a highly suburban area and uh i don't know where i put the video here oh this woman so i'm assuming the lacrosse player was it lacrosse he was a white dude and oh man y'all ninjas out here letting these um, tragic mulattoes getting cheeks clapped by white lacrosse players or rugby. I think it was rugby. I can't remember. All right, she was trying to get that money. She was trying to get her bag and run. Yeah, begging ass bitch here. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Kaylin says, what's up, coach? Give these XXs enough time, and they'll say the dude that got her pregnant doesn't count towards her body count. Oh, that would be terrible. That would be terrible. Man. Shout out to, uh, sorry, MC Hamster says, Coach, you need to work on your delivery. I do. I need to say it a little bit softer, ladies. How would you like me to say it? You know what? You know what the best way to talk to women in order to, to kind of get, well, the first way you talk to them is you scare the piss out of them. Hey, look, I ain't going to tell you no more times. All right, now you only lose that a couple times, and it just ain't going to work forever. All right, because they a victim on the third time you used it, even though they did the dumb shit that, they, that you telling them about. But the best way to get to women, to get them to listen, it's not going to get them to do what you want, but they'll receive the message. Ladies, I'll tell your secret. I'll tell your secret. You come in, and then you say, you know, um, I was kind of thinking that, um, you know, it would be in the best interest of our, um, you use buzzwords like pseudo-psychology, you know, my inner autistic and arousal and what would stimulate my uh, pituitary gland and my occipital protuberance. And uh, you him and haw, you him and haw. And she'd be like, oh, you're really sharing your feelings. I appreciate you. Now, she ain't going to do shit. She ain't going to do a damn thing. 
but she's going to be like, and he really expresses himself. I like how he comes to me with conversations. He makes me feel like he's communicating and he's a part of this. And then you cuddle up under her armpit. You'd be like this. You'd be like this, cuddle up under her armpit, and you act like a Mitch Ninja. And you and you cover your breasts like they're like you got titties. And I just really love you. And now she ain't gonna do anything she says, but the the, the message will be delivered. Like she ain't gonna do a damn thing. Ninja, she gonna she gonna be like, well, he shares and but he's a Mitch Ninja. You start covering your breasts like this. Mm-hmm. All right, I just like to be held sometimes. She gonna hear you. She gonna hear you. She ain't gonna react to shit that you said, but she'll hear it. <laughs> right? That's the that's the that's the way you're heard by women. Now, the problem is she ain't gonna do shit. So I don't know how you want it. How do you I don't know which way you want it. Like, ladies, do you want to be heard? You wanna hear me? Or do you want me to tell your ass? I, I done told you for the last cotton picking time. She's going to do it. But after a while, she's going to consider this some sort of abuse and shit. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do you want it with it? How do you want it with these women? They children with breasts. He says, I forgot the safe space. I just want to create a, um, a safe space around our, you know, our. Are, you know, on your spectrum, I see you're dealing with some uh, past trauma and I'm looking to heal and um, I, I want to do the work and uh, maybe we can do the work together. Ninja, you should be like, oh, my guy, I love him and go out there and get her cheeks clapped by some ninja that told her, man, get on down on the bed, push her on the bed, push her heels up. She'll be wetter than the Niagara Falls. She'll be ready. She'll be wetter than the Niagara Falls. <laughs> so. If you want to be heard by a woman, ninja, be a bitch ninja. You know, or, or we, we call them Mitch ninjas. Be a Mitch. She'll hear everything you say, and it will go. She'll hear it. But ladies, as they said, a white man can't jump. All right? You listening, but do you hear me? You listening, but do you hear me anyway? <laughs> All right, anyway. It is what it is. Shout out to Joshua C. He says, uh, concerning bitter baby mamas, King Solomon warned you ninjas. He warned us. He says, and I find something more bitter than death. The woman whose heart is uh, snares and nests. He says, and who hands are fettered. He who pleases God escapes her, but the sinner is taken by her. This is Ecclesiastes 7 and 26. He says, your recent stream on fornication and chaos were fire. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the truth here. You made me read scripture, which is difficult, but I got it. But the Bible has told you guys, you know, you give your energy to women. They, this is not what you need to do. Women take down kings, man. Caitlin says, Coach, uh, would you agree with, that women push for monogamy more than men only to under deliver in the end? Tell a woman you want multiple girls and she'll reject you. It depends. It depends. Women push monogamy as a way to um, mate guard. Mate guard. All right. It's a mate guarding tactic. So what they're doing is guarding potential uh, resources, guarding you uh, from seeing another person. Right. Now, if you tell a woman directly, you'll you're only uh, like you're not monogamous. Doesn't mean she's going to reject you. It's, it doesn't mean that. Now, you might not have a relationship with her. But um, women do, there's some women that don't have any other choice 
then to accept a non-monogamous male. That means he has to be higher value or hold the leverage or options. Because, you know, I tell women all the time, and they know it. They know it. They be like, I, you know, they be like, you know, I was thinking. What, what was you thinking, baby? What was you thinking? You know, I was thinking that uh, maybe we can make something of this and we could take it a long way. I'm like, girl, hush your little mouth. All right, come on, man. You know what this is. You know what you signed up for. I, I know, I, I know, uh, CGA, but, uh, you know, I was just thinking, you know, we have a great time together and wouldn't you want to do this more often and just be me and you? Girl, shut your foolish mouth. You are a little foolish girl. Get down on that bed. She'd be like, pull her panties down. Oh, all right. Ninja, she, you know, I guess I was silly. I know you do this with other people, but uh, ours is special, right? Yes. Well, okay. She'll pull them panties down. She'll be like, <laughs> she got to do the panty shimmy. <laughs> she got to be like, all right, you know, take them right there, throw it to the side. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, get the, come on, come on. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, man, hey, hush your little mouth. You're okay. Get on the bed. <laughs> All right, but listen. And then she be with you trying to negotiate monogamy. <laughs> she be with your monkey ass trying to negotiate monogamy. Hey, ma'am, ma'am. We don't negotiate monogamy. Ninja, you show me by actions what monogamy is. Show me. Ninja, I'm from the Missouri. I'm from the show me state, Missouri. I'm not really, but show me. All right, you better be super duper. But this is, again, this is the dry begging ass women. Dry begging. Begging. All right, we at the main event here. I'm glad you stuck around for so long. Oh, we got a couple more super chats. Deshaun Rose says, oh, yeah, coach. He says, I got my hoodies last Friday. Been wearing it every day. And now today, uh, you got two. And I think the JUCO is finally seeing me. And, yes, they fit. Thank you. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for supporting. The Dictator says, Deion Sanders to the Broncos. Let's ride. Oh, well, no, the Broncos turning around. The Broncos turning around. All right, D. Smith says, Tracy Edmonds decided to enter the transfer portal. Well, that's Dion's home, too, for sure. All right, that's Dion for sure. All right, he loves the transfer portal. All right, we ready for this main event? Yeah, man, we ready? Y'all ready for this? It is time for the main event here. Let me see here. Let me see where's my main event. There's the bell right there. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. All right, uh, the, the main event here, topic here, women dry begging out here, uh, just so you know. We have, uh, where is it is? Are they just beggars? Are women just beggars? Well, throughout the show, I showed you various, various videos of them dry begging. I told you one of the reasons or ways that they beg you is when they're making you feel good. All right? This is a way to beg you for something, a commitment. They're begging you as a way to um, um, give you a ultimatum, beg. They beg for money all the time. All right? All the time. And they don't see any problems with it. We're going to show you. All right, this begging is extends to just more than money. But a lot of guys, money's the most important thing to us. If we have it, we're insecure. Sorry, if we have it, we're not secure. Sorry, let me go back. If we don't have it, we're insecure. That's what I meant. All right, and so what will happen is you'll see stunts like this. Um, let's see where I was at another segment, and I skipped it. All right, but it doesn't matter. I come back to it for overtime. 
where's the segment here? Where's the video? Um, if you if you're a guy, you might think that what? Uh, there's gold diggers out here. This is a classic beggar gold digger. All right, where it'll be a situation like this. Let me go ahead and play a video. This is from London's Way, fair use, where you have, boy, a nice chocolatey, thick piece of, all right, something, something. And the guy comes up and it's, uh, what do we call these gold digger pranks? Now, these are more staged than anything, but enjoy them. Where the woman blows the guy off and uh, he's running game and using his mouthpiece. And then eventually he'll get into the Lamborghini or the supercar and then the girl will turn around, right? And be like, hey, this is an insecurity for a lot of men, right? And uh, this looks like, it looks like a, uh, okay, it looks like a Ferrari, I believe. Uh, but um, it might be, it might be a Corvette. I can't tell, I can't tell really. But so what happens is uh, these insecurities prey on young men because young men want women like this and they might see this guy. They might see this guy and say, if I have a fancy car, women will like me. Let me, let me just tell you, let me just tell you, women do appreciate fancy cars. They do date men with fancy cars. They do give men an opportunity to be a part of their life with fancy cars. Not all women. It's a, it's a thing, but um, it's not as easy as it looks. It looks like a Corvette. All right. Little red Corvette. It looks like a Corvette, a C8. Uh, C8s look definitely more, pretty much like Ferraris at this point. All right. But uh, here she is talking and he's delivering here. Now, let me skip to the middle here. This is a classic insecurity for men in which the woman starts to beg. Now, here's the thing with this. When they see you with the nice car, they see you as a big old fat wallet. And in this prank, she's going to announce it right here. Oh, sorry. Sorry. In this prank, she's going to announce it. Here we go. What's up? You wanted to get in here so bad. Yes, it's so nice, so warm, feels good. So what's your name? I told you two times already. You didn't ask her why? I tried. All right, let me go ahead. Yeah, I work at the club, so. Where you work at Area 29? (laughs) How you know? It's one of the best strip clubs. That's where the elites are. Yeah, exactly. So So that means you want it on. Let me see something. Let me see them. I mean, what I'm supposed to do right now. I'm saying, like, you ain't, you ain't got no video. Like, no. You ain't got no. You got to catch me at the club when you throwing, yeah, when you throwing them racks. I'm you not, not going to waste my money on you. That's a waste? It's that an investment. Waste. ain't no investment at all. That's not a waste. Why would, I, why would I go to the club, spend thousands of dollars on a woman who I'm not even taking home? It's an investment. You don't, know, you don't know what we're what, doing what am I invest- night. No, that's the game no, y'all play. No, you don't hey, know what we're doing Hey, that's the game that strippers play. Y'all want to. All right, and so this is, you know, these these pranks, you know, 90% of them are for theater and all of that stuff. But a lot of young men cannot distinguish that because, you know, they've never been in a situation where they might be around a nice car and some women would never talk to you. All right, even though they see you with the car, they just will look. Very rarely the woman's going to run up to you because you have a C8 Corvette. Now, if the woman is something that you're you're dealing with her and you you fi- she finds that she's in the car, then you got leverage and options. Then she'll treat you a little bit differently. But if you got scrap, uh, scab penalty skeezers and that, they might treat you as a wallet once they see you have a car. Once they see you have a car or a nice house, women will start to beg. They'll start to be in binds. They see you have an apartment, a house, comfort. They'll start to beg. They'll say, hey, can you have a spare $300? In their mind, $300 is not a lot. I'm sorry, $300 is a lot, but it's not a lot for you. So they'll start to do things like that. Well, you know, I need my cell phone bill. And it happens. It's part of it. But this is an example of begging. 
All right, going on to the next clip. And this is all cultures. Again, I don't mind transactional relationships. I often think that transactional relationships are the basis of all relationships. All right, so the next one. We're going to go to another culture where they say what they want their man to be. All right, as you can see, this is a culture. It's, I can't tell you what they are, but they look like they... Definitely in the desert in the sand. It could be Las Vegas or Arizona, or it could be Afghanistan. I have no idea. But let's hear what they say. What are we looking for in a man? Mm, kindness, personality, and a good heart! <laughs> Guys, what are we looking for in a man? Mm, kindness, personality, and a good heart! <laughs> oh, man, man, I all right, uh, but I often warned you about Middle Eastern women. A lot of ninjas, Middle Eastern women are not cheap. All right. They are cheap if you were in an area where they are and y'all all poor. All right. But when it comes to Middle Eastern women from certain demographics, ninja, they are expensive as hell. But of course, this is all funny and sniggles to them. But this, when men hear this, this definitely, if you're not in a position, this type of, this type, it just looks like begging, desperation and whatnot. And they're going to say, hey, they're going to say, hey, we're just kidding. They're not just kidding. They're not kidding. Um, in the comment section here, people went in there and roasted. It says right here for entertainment purposes only. But if you want to still find issue with it, we can't help it. All right. And so this is a passive aggressive way to get their point across. They're not joking. It's not for entertainment purposes. This is a pa women are very passive aggressive. And this is a way to deliver the message without looking like a a gold digging scheming which doesn't matter your culture and this is kind of how they work you know they're, this is what they're more or less asking for when you're looking for uh begging uh when you're hearing begging let me see if i can skip her she asked for oh let me give you i'm gonna play her video she didn't say much but um just listen to what she says here as she says she's a pretty pretty princess it's just kind of like I'm a pretty, pretty princess, and if you don't want to treat me like that, I really don't want you around me. I'm not, I don't like rough men. I don't. Like the second you raise your voice, who are you talking to? Because I know it's not me. And I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm going to stare at you and I'm going to start ignoring you. And now you feel silly and sorry. It's just kind of like I'm a pretty, pretty princess, and if you don't want to treat me like that, I really don't want you around me. I all right. And so I'm not, I don't like. All right. And so here we go. Right. I'm a pretty, pretty princess. That's called dry begging. That's begging. All right, um, similar dry begging, I love to travel. I love to travel is the dry begging, right? So what they're doing is they're, they're begging you to go on a trip. Hey, you want to go on a trip or do you like to travel? Yeah, I like to travel. I love to travel too. We should go on a trip. Begging. Them bitches know that they ain't going to pay for nothing on a trip, especially if you know them, you don't know them for a long time. You got to, that, that's something that you work up to. But they want to go on a trip with your monkey ass because they figure, you're going to pay for it. Oh, traveling's fun. Sure, it's fun when you ain't paying for it. When you ain't paying the majority for it, it's less fun when you're paying for it. It's less fun. You, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I better be getting a whole bunch of that access to that uh, peace leave. But it's, it's, it's always fun when you don't have an investment. Like, going out to the clubs and nightclubs, that's fun to women. Why? Because they go out and beg. And if they don't get drinks paid for and they don't get approached by Chad and they don't have the fun and they don't leave in a Lamborghini, guess what? It was a bum ass night. Damn, these ninjas don't want to even approach and or buy drinks. What's wrong with these ninjas? See, it ain't fun when you got to pay. 
All right, but we out there paying and they're using this to us to get to get the access to women, right? So we got to pay and it's not as fun. Especially we didn't get nothing after it. After it, we go home the same way. Damn, I paid all that money and didn't get nothing. Similar to dating. Dating is not fun for men. It can be fun if the 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 cost of the date is irrelevant. Right? You'd be like, oh, it's only $80, $150. Like some dudes, that's irrelevant money. They could throw that money around. It means nothing. But if the guy is on a tight budget or he don't have the funds and he goes out and pays, he ain't having no fun. That ninja watching every drink. He watching where every dollar's going. He trying to do the cheapest, the less for the most. And he ain't having no fun. He got to get the entertainment going. He got to tap dance and dance a monkey. He ain't having no fun. He got to come up with the reservations and the plans. What do you want to do? He got to make the day exciting. That ninja like, this is not fun. Women go, I went on a date and it was fun. Oh, what happened? I went here and there and we ate here and there. It was fantastic. Why? She didn't pay shit. All right. It's a form of understanding. Now, when the woman has to pay 50% of the date, and the guy goes, let's go 50-50, all of a sudden, she's not having no fun. You notice it? Do you notice the difference? So this is a form of dry begging. If at the end of the date, you say 50-50, she all of a sudden, the fun is out the window. I don't care what you were doing before that. The fun is done when they have to open their wallet up. <laughs> all right? Then they go back frustrated. So it often revolves around begging. Beg, beg, beg. All right, here we go right here. This is the NBA player, Aaron Gordon, I believe his name is. He says, I went on a date with this girl one time, and I'll let him explain the rest. This is even at this level. This is even at this level. Um, guys, uh, let's see if I can make this video a little bit larger. As I say, ladies, let me make this a little bit larger. That's what he said. All right, this is Aaron Gordon, and I believe the guy is uh, sitting next to him is Michael. I can't remember his last name. Both of these guys play for the Denver world champion or the NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. Michael, I can't remember Michael. His Michael Jr. I can't remember his, his last name. But Aaron Gordon here is in the black outfit. Michael, is, Michael Jr. is in the uh, white hat. And he says, I went on a date with a woman, and this happened. Here we go. Their childhood sweetheart who they who they got married to. Let me go back. Guys in our open up her phone. Let me see. No, <laughs> settle down. Michael Porter. Thank you. Michael Porter Jr. Thank you. I could not remember his last name. Michael Porter Jr. Here we go. In ten years, you it's think just, you'll be married? Uh yeah. In ten years. I think I'll be married in five years. You the type if you meet a girl and you really clicking with her, like you probably wouldn't take you long to be like, nah, I just want to marry this yeah, girl. Yeah, I'll lock in. I mean, I've been in the NBA since I was 18. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I grew up in this. I've seen the ins and outs. I've done this, that, the third. Yeah. You know, all of that is, is exhausting. Yeah. You, know you went a different being page. In the streets, being in the streets is exhausting. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Okay. He said being in the streets are exa is exhausting. In these streets. And by the way, dude, they get multiple women throwing themselves at them all day long. And, but, but it doesn't mean that it's easier for them. So... It's still a little bit of like, damn, this is messed up out here, especially if he wants to get a wife. Um, certainly getting out of the streets is what he thinks he's getting out of. But let me continue right here. Being outside, it's tired. I'm not, sure. I'm not saying marriage isn't tiring and exhausting yeah. in his own right. All right, and so he's he's conflicted, right? He's like, man, I'm tired of these hoes. All right, get married. Now, that's probably not the smartest thing to do. This is why these men in the league need CGA advising them. 
because he's just trading one set of problems for another. All right. And uh, he's going to get finesse. But let, let me continue. You know, it is work. Yeah. I call it dating fatigue. He has dating fatigue. And when you have dating fatigue and you decide to stop dating and get married as an exchange, you're going to suffer another set of consequences. So I'm tired of these hoes. Well, that doesn't mean get married. Go monk mode. Leave the hoes alone. All right. Get some clarity, some vision. So he's just trading one set of problem to the other, and that's how you get finesse. But uh, let me continue here. I think I went too far back. But if you find the right woman, it can be completely empowering. And, yeah. you know, what's a king without a queen? <laughs> it's real. Dude, it's real. Oh, man. Dude got some knowledge on him, don't he? <laughs> Damn. These ninjas about to get finesse. So, like, what would it take for you to settle down with a girl? Like, what is your ideal type of a woman? Mm. Mm. Very like caring. Oh mm -hmm. no. Very nice. Uh very intelligent. Um, very real, uh, down to earth. Okay. Um, good health. Oh, Jesus. Um, by the way, LeVar Ball tried to warn he, even his sons that he's not gonna find any of these women. All right. LeVar Ball said you're not gonna find them. You're just gonna find hoes. All right. And that's just what comes with the territory when you have a, a leverage position. All right, but he'll tell you this real quick. Head on their shoulder, a good family background, um, beautiful, um, and would uh, make a good mother, you know? Good facts. I think that's what it comes down to. It's crazy because most of the dudes in the league, like, it get hard because most of the dudes that are married, kind of in our profession, they they kind of met their, their girl in high school, and it was their childhood sweetheart who they, who they got married to. Guys in our position um, – it's hard, like once you have what you have and you are who you are, to meet a to meet a female who you can like trust and who you man check this. All right, and so this is where the video is. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to say this before I play this. Um, he's right. A lot of the men who married their girl, the girl was there before he became NBA famous. So he has a lot more trust with that woman. Uh, Savannah James would be an example, but there's more examples of this as well. He didn't meet them. When he was at his peak, if LeBron James met Savannah James after he made $400 million, I don't think they have the same relationship. He was famous when they were together, but they would be different. It would be different. Now, the other thing of this is this is an example of this is an example of where you would consider a guy an alpha or a Chad or a Tyrone. But they could be a simp. Remember, alphas or Chad's or Tyrone's doesn't mean they're masculine or doesn't mean they're not a simp doesn't mean they can't get caught up in simping doesn't mean they can't have beta characteristics so these guys are high value guys they're 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 tall they're muscular they got status they got money they they basically hit the genetic lottery and congratulations this is not hate but it doesn't mean you can't get caught simping see people who take this alpha thing they don't understand that you can be an alpha simp real quick. You can be a guy that can get caught simping. You can get caught. You can get caught divorced. Great. The kingdom come. And what you're finding is you're looking at guys that got everything you need to be successful with relationships and women. And they still struggling. They still struggling just like you. All right. They can. They got. They got. They got the six. They got the six sixes and more. If you know what I mean. And they can get caught simping.
So just because you're Chad and Tyrone doesn't mean you're some giga Chad and you never simp. No, I'll have to tell you, a lot of simps be out here alpha and muscular and money and cars and clothes and hoes and big-ass houses. They got everything, and they get caught simping. Understand. Understand. So, uh, anyway, and this situation is because, and I have to teach, and it's not because they're simping. It's because they got it easy the other way. The way you would like it to be easy They got it easy at a young age. It's very similar to women who develop sexually in their world and their their reality skews into another timeline. Women who develop sexually, when they start to develop, they start to get attention, free validation, easy access to things, boats, right? They're around celebrities and millionaires, invitation to clubs and sections. They start to have an alternative universe as to me and everybody else because I'm not Alpha or Chad or Tyrone. It just depends on how you look at it. And I never promote Alpha lifestyle. I'm not an Alpha podcaster. I've actually, I'm anti-Alpha, right? I'm anti-Alpha, meaning that I'm not anti-Alpha you. I'm anti the Alpha belief system, right? Because there's, there's all kind of alphas. We push forward the wrong idea with alpha. So uh, really, there's only one alpha in every room. There ain't a room full of alphas. <laughs> okay. But I'm trying to make a point, right? If you get a room full of alphas together, only one of them ninjas is alphas. And it can, get, and it can, it can be on and popping real quick. It ain't a room full of alphas. That, that, that don't exist. All right. If it's a room full of alphas, we only in there for three minutes. Because if we in there longer than five minutes... All it takes for me to say is, can't nobody pull more hoes than me. Can't nobody in here fuck me up. Can't nobody in here, ain't nobody in here that got a Bugatti like me. Then all of a sudden, pedo to skitty pop, and then just start fighting real quick. Alphas, alphas can't be in the same room together, <laughs> right? You're going to see somebody do some shit. Furniture going to start moving, right? But masculinity is what I promote. I promote masculinity. So a lot of people are like these alpha podcasters. I'm a masculine. I promote masculinity because you can have a room full of alpha, uh, masculine ninjas and masculine ninjas know not to start getting it popping off because we all just in our masculine. We're not trying to compete against the next one. We just all in, the, in our masculine aura. But let me go back. What, what tends to happen is a guy will be in that alpha mode and if he's young, his life skews into the alternative universe as women because he's talented, he's, a, he's big, he's over six foot five, he's muscular, he can dunk, he can run a football past a goal line, he get easy attention from women. So his alternate, alternative reality skews just like the developing women. That's what happens. All right, and so these young men have been, as he said, I've been in the NBA since I was 18. He ain't like us, man. His reality is not ours. So what does he miss? He misses the hard lessons we got. He misses the hard lessons, most of them. He misses banging the hottest broads. He misses, I wish I could feel on the booty of that girl. He could get the booty. He could get the hottest girl on the school campus, right? Now, she might break his heart and do something crazy, but... You go 30 years without touching the hottest girl. 
<laughs> right? And all your life, you like, if I could just see her naked once. He already been there, done that. At 16, 17, 18, 19, he banging teachers. He banging teachers in the parking lot. Teachers, grown-ass women at 17 and 18, clapping grown-ass women cheeks. Ninja, you trying to touch a booty. You like, I just want to put my hand on a booty. And the first time you do, anybody remember these days? The first time you touch a woman's booty, you be like, oh. it be soft. You be like, oh. Remember when you be in a club and you skeet by them? This is what you used to, hey, you young people don't know about this because y'all didn't just be getting sexual harassment charges. You be in a club and you see a girl, you be like, oh. You walk by her and you get that little pelvic when you squeeze between. You squeeze between a woman and your pelvic rub up against her booty. You be, oh. <laughs> you put hands on hips. You, oh. You trying to imagine how soft that booty going to be? You be like, oh. All night. All night. Touch on that booty. Young, young dudes don't know about this. You be skeeting by. Oh, excuse me, baby. You put hands on hip. Let me get by you real. Oh. And you be all night. Oh, this is my song for real, no doubt. Cause I wait, cause I pull up on the dance floor, feeling on your booty. You be booty, booty all night. Booga booga booty, booty <laughs> all night. Booty, booty. Now let's go back. Let's go back. <laughs> Guess what? He already, this dude right here felt on many booties. He didn't never, he never had to have the challenge. He never had to have fantasies. He had three, four women in his dorm room clapping cheeks at Arizona. He never had that struggle. So then his reality is, I just want to meet a nice girl. I want to meet a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. That's what he wants. Because he used to dealing with strags and hoes and gold diggers and easy girls and sorority girls and the finest girl on campus. Shit that we would dream of. We never had no shit like this. (laughs) So here we are. Now he just wants to meet a nice girl. Too bad. So sad. All right, but here's what he's going to say now. We got it. This is the crux of the message here. Here we go right here. Um, he says right here he once went on a date. All right, here we go. This out. But look, he be going overseas, and he told me you got to go find one overseas. Yeah, yeah. They, they were, they, no football over there, you know what I mean? They no soccer player. They don't really know basketball players yeah. like that. Right, check this out. I went on a date with this girl one time. I forget where we were going. Where was it at? Might have been in like Chicago or something like that. We went on a date. I got to the got to the spot, right? We were just sitting at the bar, waiting for our table, getting drinks, whatever. She opened up her phone. The last thing she had on her phone was Aaron Gordon's network. You know what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? You feel me? I was like, yo, this is wild, yo. And females are smart these days because they can put off an image to where like they don't care about that. They're not in it for the bread. They just are, have your best interest at heart, but 
Man, deep down somewhere, like if you was just a regular dude, who knows if she'd be messing with you. So how do you uh, see, man, see, see again, they're, they're missing the lessons. They're missing the lessons. So they're in an alternative universe. They're not in our universe, but they're still dealing with problems. So here's what happened. He takes a girl out. He somehow sees on her phone that she pulls up his net worth. But of course, on the date, I'm not like those girls and blah, 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 blah. But there it is right there. I went on a date. You guys can't see the writing at the bottom. I went on, on a date with this girl. The last thing she had on her phone was Aaron Gordon's net worth. Yeah. You know, um, uh, you know, so this is that this is their world. They can't just they they're dealing with women that are playing a role. Oh, you know, I'm not I'm not like those strags. I, no, no first date. No, I don't hook up. Blah, blah, blah. The same bullshit. And when he's like, maybe she's the one. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> All right. She's she just the same. She's just the same. And, you know, they're going to ask who you are and what do you do? Oh, I don't really watch basketball. Who? Orlando Nuggets? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the Orlando Nuggets is. I don't play basketball. No, nah, I don't even follow that. And then she caught. And then that did you going to be? Gotcha, bitch. All right. When it's time. So this is an example of. Begging, dry begging. And she tr played that ninja for a monkey-ass fool, and then he found out the hard way. Let's take you to this one right here. Uh, another source of dry begging right here. We got a lot of sources, by the way. Uh, the child support dry begging. All right, the child support begging. So this guy's going to say something I've said millions of times, but we'll, wait, we'll give him his shine right here. It says child, uh, child support debate. This is active father edition. This is a married man. This is a married man with children, so this is not a guy that's I don't think is on child support. He probably fears it at this point. All right, I'm not real big into getting into the whole child support talk stuff, but some of y'all take this, and you take it so far out of hand, it's ridiculous. Like, here's the biggest problem with the child support debate. The biggest problem is you have, in most cases, it's a woman complaining that she doesn't get enough money in child support. And she complains, her argument for this is, well, I have the child 80% of the time while you only have them for, you know, four days a month or whatever. So I need more money because it obviously costs me more money to take care of the child, right? So the dad comes back and says, oh, fair enough. Okay, well, let me take some of that burden off you and we'll just go 50-50. I'll take the child 50% of the time. You take the child 50% of the time. Then this isn't a problem. Mom says, oh, no, 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 no. Can't have that. I just want you to give me more money. That's all I want. See where we're going here? This is where the real problem is. Now, for all of y'all that are dealing with deadbeats, I understand it happens and deadbeats don't want anything to do with their kids and they don't want to pay you. I get it. Then that's a different story. But in most cases, I'll even just say some cases, in some cases, in a lot of cases, it's the dad not getting to see his kids as often as he would like while the mother is keeping those kids away from the dad. And then the judges and the court systems keeping the kids away from the dad for apparently no reason. But if you want to deny the fact that in a lot of cases, there are women that keep the kids away from the dad simply because they want to screw him over and they want to just get as much money out of him as possible. If you want to deny that, I think you're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So, so when I see stuff like this, you know, granted, her situation could be to where. They All right. Enough of that bullshit. Hey, man. Hey, but but guys, I've been in I've been in child support hearings where 
the attorney, my attorney, her attorney, and the commissioner, which is a separate from a custody case. I have a custody case where I'm trying to get more custody because she's saying she can't afford the kids. I'm in the custody hearing, and they're saying he makes four times as much as he's reporting. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm seeing my kids less and more and less time for a person saying she just needs to stop living paycheck to paycheck. But they're trying to go through my expenses with a fine-tooth comb. And at the same time, everybody in that room knows that she's keeping the kids away from me. This is begging. This is women begging. Again, you guys always think it's about women begging for dates. Guys, their begging has no end. They beg, 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 and they try to get you to do all the work, and then they just come back and say, give me the money. When you would say logically, it would make no sense. You're not putting your kids in a situation where you can afford them. Put them with the father. They'll fight you tooth and nail. They say, nope, that ain't the solution. Just pay. This is called parental alienation abuse and begging. What system puts kids in the worst position and then rewards the mother and or the child? This is how the scam works. Extortion. All right, but I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. This is a guy who's married with children that understands that this is happening. But this is another, this is more women begging. That's all they do is beg. All right. Here we go. We got another one right here. We got Ling Ling in the building here. High value man. High value man. Of course, take out, take a look at Ling Ling. All right. Shout out to Ling Ling right here. All right. I deal with Ling Ling's like this. Um, it don't matter the race or culture, Ninja. They be begging like a motherfucker, right? They all find a way to beg. All right, so here we go right here. What does she have to say? Let's, let's get her begging ass up here. And they all deserve to be a pretty, pretty princess. Here we go. Where, where's the, where's the, okay, where is it here? Person. And a high value person to me, like no judgment here, is someone who has very strong general knowledge. And it's someone who has emotional maturity. And it's also someone who doesn't, just talk. This person walks the talk. So all these traits are important to me and what I look for in a high value person. And physically, for example, I will go for guys who puts in the effort to dress up. Not because I'm being materialistic here, but it's the, the reason and the action of dressing up that proves to me that this person values hygiene. This person values outlook and the things that he would like to pursue. And that is of similar values and goals for myself. It's similar values and goals for myself. However, you ain't got no money, though. Like, you ain't got what this guy got. It's the values you have because that's what you want to have for yourself. And to continue, oddly enough, as fly as I dress, when you see me, high-value man, a.k.a. high-value target, you're going to say, I can continue the value system and lifestyle I have because he can afford it. That's all it is. He can afford it. Trust me, them linglings be broke just like the rest of them. All right, and she's targeting a guy, and she need her rent due too. I'm just letting you know. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Their rent due just like everybody else. I don't care what culture or language they speak and how nice they make it sound. All right, all she's doing is targeting things that she would like to see in her life. It's expensive for her to keep up for it, but I'm going to go ahead and dry bag somebody else to be able to uh, get that for myself. We got a couple more videos here. Uh, what is this one? Okay, this is another. Okay, we got a strag here, strag begging. Uh, this is a skit. 
just so you know, it's not real, but art imitates life. Please answer, please answer. Hey, babe. Hey, baby. Look at you. Yeah, I'm at the salon. I just got my hair done how you like it. I see. Although there's one problem. I left my wallet and my purse at the house, and I need to pay the lady so I can leave. How much is it? It's $300. Yeah, yeah, I'll send it. Can you just Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hold on. Thank you so much. Did you get it? Yes, I got it. All right, cool. Love you. Okay, love you too. Bye. All right, bye. Oh, my God. Jeez, I got to buy some groceries. Oh. Let's go get some steak. Ruth, Chris. Oh. Oh, the humanity. Thank you so much. Everything's okay? Yeah, everything's good. Thanks. Hey, man, I'm going to just tell you, man. Some, Some women, they wake up every day doing this. Every day. Uh, no, you don't think so. Trust me, if you ever get yourself where you seem like you got a little bit of money, they all do this. That's what they wake up doing, begging. Begging ninjas for this, begging ninjas for that, right? And even the boyfriend, they got guys that they could call on and lean on. Now, not all women do that exact thing, but trust me, this is being done on a grand scale. On a grand scale. Uh, let me see here. We got a couple more videos here. Oh, uh, this one here. This looks like it's going to be part of the Logan Paul podcast. Uh, again, this is a podcast where there's a woman there and and so forth and so on. They're going to ask a question. There's music in the background. So here we go. Would you rather marry a guy who is rich, buys you a ton of fancy shit like Birkins, brings you on dope trips, but cheats on you, or marry a broke dude and he doesn't cheat? Okay, so the, the second one... Does not cheat. No, he don't cheat. He he loves you like literally he sends you flowers on the most random days with little teddy bears that are holding like a tiny balloon. I'm going to say the first guy. (laughs) Here's why. And you rather. All right. So um, I'm probably going to get a copyright for the Kanye song in the background. Um, Would you rather date a rich guy who cheats on you or a broke guy who's faithful? I mean, where do you think? I don't know who the woman is, uh, but um, let me let me just tell you. This is going to be true for a lot of women, not all women. A lot of women will just look the other way. Um, and this one, she says, I'll take the rich guy who cheats. Um, guys, monogamy is a myth for a lot of people. Not all women are monogamous. Even the fact that they'll stay faithful to you as long as they get a deal. <laughs> just let you know. I know a lot of people be like, because there's a lot of people watching me from Topeka, Kansas. And you guys are appalled. All right, you guys are appalled. But the reality is you live in Topeka, Kansas. You have no clue. Live in Orange County, California, Los Angeles, Miami, New York, Houston, Dallas, Chicago, Atlanta, okay, Washington, D.C. Live in any of these places. These people exist. These people exist. They know what's up. They look the other way. Now, it, it's, it's kind of one of those things. They're like, well, the lifestyle's too much to turn. Now, here's the thing. The lifestyle's too much to turn away. Will they do this forever? No. They won't do this forever. They'll do it for a little bit of time. And then they'll find that that's you, guy. And that's you. Okay, San Diego. A lot of women know they're sharing these guys. I know a lot of people don't understand that. But they know, they're aware of it. They just don't want to ask the questions. Now, if you put it in front of them, what do they say? You better, like, let's say for instance, let's say for instance, um, 
Um, you, you have a lot of these cases. The, the Tiger Woods case was exactly this, where the woman, Tiger Woods' wife knew what was up. It was a part of the arrangement. It is what it is. Now, um, even some people in, you don't even have to be in a wealthy area if she's dealing with a drug dealer or a scam or ninja. What will happen is their women will get out of check. They'll get out of line. Like your hoes will get out of line. Their hoes will show up knocking at the girl's door. Hey, are, are you Tiger's wife? She'd be like, yeah, I'm Tiger's wife. Well, let me tell you about what Tiger's doing. And she had to be like, oh, shit. Or she'll get crazy or she'll start exposing you on social media. That woman will say, look, keep your hoes in check. Your hoes are out here embarrassing me. All right, your hoes showing up at church exposing me. Okay, so when you have these women that say, I dealt with infidelity all my relationship, what's, what, what she's saying was the, her, the guy's hoes got out of check. And they start talking and embarrassing her. And so she like, man, I can't have this. I can't have, yeah. Or one of your girls showed up pregnant. You know, I'm, I'm having Tiger's baby. She like, this she'll come over. Didn't I tell you? So don't be bringing no other woman's kids out. Get your hoes in check. They know what they are mad at is they got embarrassed. They got exposed. They not surprised. I can't believe you were penetrating that young tender. They're not doing that. They mad you got caught in the parking lot smacking the girl. All right. They like, oh, no, we can't have this. They mad you got an indecent exposure ticket. All right. <laughs> or a DUI. They mad at that. They're like, oh, oh, no, you were penetrating another woman. They don't care about that. <laughs> All right. They don't care about that. They just mad that they that they are their jig is up. And they've been embarrassed. All right, so just understand that. Let me see if I got a couple more clips here. Uh, man, I got one, two, one, two, three. Damn, I got a lot of them. All right, chill with me real quick. So y'all ready? The top five. Chill with me. Damn, I didn't realize this segment had all these clips here. All right, but I was ready for y'all, did you, with a, a double clip out here. This woman says, are they broke or not? This is begging. I'm not understanding. I'm lost. I could translate toddler better than I can translate them. So I know if I'm having an issue, I can only imagine what the men go through. Follow me, follow me. Cause I know I'm finna lose some of y'all. Y'all are the BBBW, the bag and broke bossed up women. And because we women, it's very multifaceted. Like it's, it's quite intriguing to me that you can do all of this in one time. I'm not understanding how you can go and say, I got my own bag. I ain't worried about a man and his money. His money don't impress me. He got to come more than what his money is. And then on the other hand, you need a provider and that's only financial. You definitely need a man who ain't broke because these men be out here. They be broke. And if a man see you at the grocery store, he can't talk to you unless he helping to buy your groceries and rent doing. You ain't got time to talk because bills steady rolling in every time you turn around. And he even got to pay the fee on the DMs from an app you ain't even got no subscription on. All of us on here free, but he got to pay you to talk to you when the feature embedded in there. Listen, I am lost. <laughs> y'all yeah, stressing me out <laughs> because it comes off as ungrateful. Begging. And it comes off as entitled. Begging. And I'm going to be honest. What? I'll be saying y'all be unimpressed by a man's money, but then turn around and All right, say. So that's the beginning of it right there. All right. But, but basically, since then, these hoes are begging. 
All right. And it's stressing women out because they out here like what is going on here? So when you're seeing you got to do this and take you there and can't go to cheesecake and you got to do this and he meet you in the parking lot. He don't help with your bags or he don't he don't he don't pay for you to get in the DMs or he talk to you and he don't pay for your groceries. All of this begging, 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 begging. And it's all kind of strategic here. We have another one. Is this Ling Ling again? No, this is a Ling Ling Russian, Natashka. She says, boys really be like, what's your body count? What's your body count? My boy actually might become a millionaire. Boys really be like, what's your body count? What's your body count? My boy, stop counting bodies and start counting monies. You worried about the wrong numbers. Try to give the same energy to the number in your bank account and you actually might become a millionaire. Boys wow, there you go. I mean, listen, it don't matter where you go. It's all the same. Begging. Begging, begging, begging. All right, so who, who cares about my body count? What about your money account? All right, Russia, Natasha. All right, Natasha's like, what's in your bank account? Again, we don't care about that. We don't care about you being good out here. There's just too many. There's too many of these examples, man. It's getting out of control here. We got one more young lady here. We got two more, two more, two more, two more. Thank you for uh, sticking with me right here. Uh, here we go. We got another internet beggar. Internet beggar, she says, uh, what does she say here? Here we go, right here. I, I can't afford to live as a teacher. So that means she's going to start. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. All right, so she's just setting it up. The thing that everyone knows about teachers, but you don't understand until you're living it, is how little teachers make. It is not a livable wage. There is no way that I could personally survive off of just my teaching salary. And I know this because I went from having three jobs. I've had three jobs the entire time that I've been teaching. I run my aftercare program at my school. I teach and I have done elderly care or babysitting. And now one of my jobs is kind of on a hiatus. So now I have two jobs essentially. And I cannot, I'm starting to realize again, you know, I kind of got in the habit of being able to spend money and enjoy myself, crazy. And I can't do that because now I have two jobs instead of three. So for me to be able to enjoy things and go out to eat and have fun, I need three jobs. Or you can go date. Or you can go date. So she just dry begging on the internet. Dry begging. It's That's so frustrating. And here's the thing. You chose all three of these jobs. <laughs> you chose all three of these jobs because they probably were easy. And you apply, I'll just make my paycheck. And now you stuck painted yourself in the corner. Now time to beg on the internet. Here we go. It's so frustrating because I love teaching and I understand why people like leave this field besides all the issues that are in education. I mean, who knew? I mean, teachers don't make no money. Everybody knew that, but you chose it and you went and got your teacher cert and now you stuck on stupid. I couldn't afford to live. I've had a roommate the entire time I've been out of college Yeah, because I couldn't, I can't afford to not have a roommate. Oh. When I first started teaching, I made less than $30,000 and that's gone up because of my aftercare program, but it's, it aftercare. doesn't go up that whole, you know, a whole lot. Bitch, you should have known this. You should have saw a teacher scale schedule of income. It's pretty public. You can find a teacher schedule of income and realize that if you don't get any additional education, you're not going to get a bump in salary significant, not even the 10 to 15 grand over 10 years. Everybody knows this, but you still chose it. Not only that, here's the thing. This is how women are going to soft your era. Error. This is what they're doing. This is a woman that says, well, feminism led us astray. And, um, you know, if the economics are tough. So the economics are dictating whether they should get into relationships, sell some puss, get a sugar daddy. This is all undercover 
for I can't survive out here, so a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. This is all they're saying now. So when they get caught doing OnlyFans, when they get caught with their sugar daddy outside, they're going to be like, hey, it's tough. I, I need to be taken care of. I need to be pampered. I'm a pretty, pretty princess. I deserve this. Where's high, high value man? Uh, a man should have this and this. I refuse to go to cheesecake. All of this is undercover sugaring. This is undercover sugar babies. This is all this is. It's just building in the excuse as to be treated and, and not have to do hard work. I don't want to do no hard work no more. I don't want to work three jobs no more. Let me drop that neck. Let me drop. It's barbecue in there. This is not them. When, when they're saying screw feminism and what this, I, and I warned you, have a long memory. This is, this is all cover for them being in economic distress. I said, they're going to pull this bullshit and say feminism lied. They're only saying it after we exposed it in this sphere. Not at Gen Z's writing on it. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Why did they have women working? And then they're going to be like, I need to be treated soft. I need to be treated feminine. And all this means is they want to be taken care of financially. So when they start doing this shit, they're, they're going to start doing this and pushing it to you. And, uh, but it's not for you. You're going to find out they got a sugar daddy. You're going to find out they've been on OnlyFans. They're just building in the excuse. Because I've been telling you, when the economy kicks their ass, I wrote about it in a book. I said, they're going to change up real quick. The economy's going to start whooping their ass. Baby mamas, same thing. Economy kicking their ass. Kicking their ass. And they got one two kid, two kids. And they making three, four, five, six thousand dollars a year, getting they ass kicked out here. But they chose to keep the kids. They chose the position. They chose this and they fought for it. Now, guess what? They go begging. They go running back to child support. They go running to their sugar daddy. They go run to sell some puss. They go run to OnlyFans. Or they go run to crying. They chose the exact position they're in. They chose, uh, you'll see them. They'll start dating guys again. Baby mamas will date guys. Not guys, not guys that they want to date, guys that they have to, sorry, not guys that they want to date, guys that they have to date. Not guys they want to date, guys that they have to date. He'll be everything she don't like, but she got to date him. Shout out for me choking on spit. Last one. Last one. Look at this. And uh, you want to look at what women are posting. And I'm showing so many women. I don't know why you guys say. I don't know why you guys say. I only show one woman and then try to interpret and represent um, represent it for all women. This is the top men who are providers. What? Here come the soft girl girls. Here come the soft girls. Here we go. So here are the top five men who are providers and who want to take care of you when they're in a relationship with you. All right. So here we go right here. Here are the top men who want to take care of you. And by the way, ladies, let me just tell y'all, there's not enough of these providers out here. I don't know what kind of math y'all doing. So this is another way of dry begging. This is another way of I'm in my soft girl feminine. Uh, these are the provider males, <laughs> right? And that's you. Hmm? 
So when you hear this shit on dates, this is just pseudo prostitution at this point. This is what I call the monetized sexual marketplace. Now, it's always been monetized. It's always, but, but here's my, this is my position here. I don't mind a monetized sexual marketplace. It's all monetized. It's always been. The whole love thing is a fairy tale kind of a myth because there's always this uh, inherent hypergamy on the backside where she's checking you, you're checking your list and researching you. But ninjas don't know it. You so stuck on stupid. Now, here's the thing. I think we need to have an arranged monetized system. That's the only way to save us from going into the abyss. We're going into the abyss because there's not enough of these provider males for every woman, especially black women. You can forget it. Black women, you guys are, you guys are out of control. There's not enough of these provider males. If you're only looking for black men, and I got a dis- disgraceful looking woman talk about she needs to target white men, and she got tattoos all over her neck, and she already gone. I'm like, man, you crazy? You ain't get no white man other than being a bed winch or a bed warmer. That's all you're going to get. All right, you ain't get no provider male white guy. I mean, not a provider male one, not a top tier one. White women be out here going mentally ill trying to get a top tier white man. All right, they, they fighting each other, dressing carbon copy um, with the basic bitch attire. They basically copy and emulating themselves. Y'all think you're just going to run up on a top tier white guy? So there's not even enough top tier black men for every black woman at all. Then when you take it to the rest of America, there's not that many provider males that will take care of you. It's a wrap. We're going to the abyss. So I would suggest an arranged, we would have to go back if you wanted to save it, which we don't. You would need an arranged sexual marketplace, monetized, where people are and that's going to include concubines and harems at this point, because if you find the provider males, these men will have access to 50 women or more. Then the guys that aren't need to get something or they're going to go ahead and revolt. They're going to rebel and burn it all down. But they're going to burn it down anyway, because this is where we're keeping. We're keeping a class of men out. Ironically, the class of men that we're keeping out are ironically the men that were equalized due to equal, uh, what do you call it, gender pay gap, equal pay. These men were equalized on the level of women economically, but all of a sudden, they don't qualify. They out. Just on the economics, they out. Now, forget the fact that he has a recessed chin and, and male boobs and a hairy ass back, all right? And he's overweight. Now, forget that. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> right? But he's been equalized economically, and he's out. Mm-hmm. He's just out on that. How, how, do we do, how do we keep this system up? It's going to the abyss. I've been telling you, it's, it's going to the abyss. There's no correcting it now. So let's get to the provider mail here, and then we'll do the super chats. All right, I'm interested to hear this. Top men or providers who want to take care of you, who want to spend money on you. A.K.A. Sugar Daddy. A.K.A. Damn Daddy. Selling Puss. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. <laughs> All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom. These with, this right woman, out. this long faced woman need to be married, like literally a part of someone's concubine. She got no chance in hell. I mean, just on the looks department. 
she looking like somebody's father with a uh with a what is this shit on the top of her head? The little sponge you put in your bathtub when you're using body wash? I can't remember what it's called. Lufa? She looking like somebody daddy. She looking like Ike Turner daughter. All right, but let's continue here. Where are you gonna find top provider males who wanna spend money on you? Tricks. Okay, here we go. Number one, men who were raised in a two parent household. Oh, These you already out. Okay. And saw their fathers be the providers, be the protectors, be the leaders, be the directors of the home. And that's what they know to emulate. They recognize that provision is a natural part of them being a man, being a husband and being the leader in the home. And so they opt into it willingly and with ease. Man, hey man, black community done. By the way, I have a great video basically backing up what I say about the black community. Um, She said... A man that comes from a two-parent household. First of all, let's just take the black men. That's going to be 25% of black men. Probably less than that. Probably less than that. 25%. Most black homes are not two parents, right? Even the parents that are not married count in this. Like, they are married, but they really ain't together. They kind of just together. For... Then the married ones that are Bruh. You already just eliminated 70% of black men. They already on the outscope. Out. Saw they fathers to do what? Saw they fathers henpecked. That's the married men. So this a wrap already for her top men providers. Ninja, this is like, this is so a favorable advantage for these men that she's targeting. That man has access to two, probably 2,000 black women. 2,000. If he got the energy, which he probably don't. All right, so... Two-parent households are out. Now, we talk about American statistics. This is four to five of every man. Four to five out of ten of every man. Okay? And it's proven that if you marry someone that comes from a broken home, the least likely the marriage will work. Like, there's statistics that prove it. Like, there's a greater chance of divorce if one partner comes from a broken home. If both partners come from a broken home, you're less likely to get, have a successful marriage. If both parents, both kids, both married people come from broken homes, the chances of you having a successful marriage is slim to none, and Slim just died. But uh, let's continue here. She got got another set of men here. Number two, men born before 1990, which typically means men in their 30s and 40s, maybe even a little bit older. So you can't tell me this isn't sugar babying, right? So this is extreme. Him, daddy. This is extreme sugar babying. So she just said, let me jump off from the older guys. Of course, these young girls don't want you CGA. These horse face, even the horse face women want me. They all broke out here in a variety of ways. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. <laughs> Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. My question is, my question is, how are you going to get one? That's number one. Number two, I mean, number two, you don't like the guy. You just like the guy because he's older and he's more likely to have money. Okay, so that's the intentional uh, sexual monetized sexual marketplace. But she said 30 and up, 30 and up, and then she even said 30 and 40 and up, then went up higher, all right? She went up higher, was like, okay, daddy. All right, sugar, this is sugar baby, sugar baby. Sugar baby activities. Let's continue. These men come from an era and a time where 
chivalry was present, where providing for your woman was something to be proud of. And so that is what they know. And it's a huge part of their identity and their psyche as a man. Number three, men who are retired. Retired men have worked hard and they're looking for (laughs) ways to enjoy the fruits of their labor. They want someone to share their financial resources with. They want someone to go on vacations and build a life with, but in a way that allows more fun, more pleasure, and more play. There you go. So listen. Okay, daddy. If this did not prove, again, well, like I tell you, man, I say it harshly and then I find a person to back up exactly what I said. She's just saying it softly. Exactly what I said. This is undercover sugar, baby. And also, this is targeting. And this is also what? This is, this is, this is pay for play, if you will, monetize sexual marketplace. And uh, she's now went from 30 to 40 and up to now retirement, 65 and 70. <laughs> okay, daddy. Oh, and also, I love to travel. He'll take you traveling. He'll pay for it. I said that earlier, right? So, uh, guys, and uh, by the way, let me continue. These men are generally going to already have a financial foundation in place and be financially stable. And so they're not looking for you to come in and bring any coins to their table. They really want a woman that they can spoil, that they can take care of, and that they can have enjoyment with. Number four is successful business owners and entrepreneurs. And let me say again, successful business owners and entrepreneurs. Not the men who need money from you to help them get their mixtape off the ground or studio time. Not the men who are trying to build a business, but men who have already built a business, who are seasoned entrepreneurs and even serial entrepreneurs and who have passive income coming in. There's no way, there's no way she expects monogamy. There's no way you can expect, this is what I'm telling you. There's no, she's going to look the other way. This is the woman that says, and I, I wish she was more attractive. That she just, okay, all right, she just pulls the panties down, claps the cheek, she sees you one time, one or two times a week, you give her a little bit of monetization, you get her to go. This is the monetized sexual marketplace, and this is a not-so-attractive woman talking. Imagine the better-attractive woman talking. If she's an 8, 9, or a 10, they're doing this on steroids. They do this with ease. And then you run up, popping your lips with a little bit of game. She might let you touch on her little kitty cat. But she letting sugar daddy get him. All right. I mean, this is an intentional stalking and targeting of higher value men. And what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, how do you suppose you're going to just come into man's life? You're just going to come into a man's life who just got his shit together. Everything all good. I built my business up. Now, there's guys that do this, but I built all my shit up. And here you come. Here you come. Oh, here I am. I'm the best thing going. I'm the pretty, pretty princess. I got the best golden for JJ. I got the best thing going. I'm the best woman here. I'll turn you in this. I'm, I'm, I'm top-notch punani. They clueless. They out of control. And they just end up with a, in a constant rotation of older men. And they end up on boats and end up sucking on hairy old balls, paws. End up getting violated, all three holes violated for a couple of 15, 20 minutes. And then paid to leave. Paid to leave. These older, these guys she's describing do not care on raining on her and giving her money. That money is inconsequential. So she's targeting guys, but she doesn't also understand that she's just one of many. This ninja got a whole wife. They've worked hard. They've done the work. And now they want to enjoy the fruits of their labor as well. And they want to play just as hard as they've worked. And five, men who are in engineering or finance. (laughs) 
Oh, man. I mean, this is somewhat obvious, but he got his engineering degree. You just going to show up with your, your degree? Engineering and finance, huh? Okay. These men might be a little bit nerdy, um, a little bit quirky, intellectual, intelligent, and good with numbers. that's you. They understand the importance of order and structure. They recognize that in order for things to work properly and to flow well, there needs to be a foundation. And so they bring that mentality and that mindset into their relationships and into the family dynamic as well. So they will step into the position of the provider with ease because they understand that financial provision creates a foundation for their woman and for their children and for the family overall. Let me know in the comments what you think about this and let's continue the conversation there. And if you're interested in coaching with me, tap the link in my bio and book a consultation. Now, when I say all this, when I say all this, you guys ask me, but coach, what about love? When I say all of this, you'd be like, coach, man, what about legacy? I'm like, here you go. Here you go. How many dry begging, how many dry begging women that I need to show you say exactly what I'm telling you out here and they not even hiding it. They in plain sight. I'm a pretty, pretty princess. All right. It don't matter what culture. Stragalicious with the dolphin lips. Uh, I'm going to show you that in a minute. Look, Middle Eastern. Personality. What about uh, Aaron Gordon? Okay. What about child support? It's all begging. What about Ling Ling? All right. I, how many videos I show you? What about the dry begging ass woman with the wig? Strag. What about this woman? I'd rather have the cheating guy who makes a lot of money. I rather, I'll go for the rich guy who makes a lot of money and cheats. I didn't show you her. There's another one. Well, she was on the opposite. There, there's Natasha, Asian Natasha at that. Mongolian Natasha. What about Millie Mouth Teacher? It don't matter what race you put on them, ninjas. <laughs> it don't matter what. Out in this, out in this, it's all begging. It's all begging. They out here thotting and plotting on a constant. And let's just say you're not one of these women. Hey, Nick, good luck with the competition out here. <laughs> all right, anyway, he says right here, it is what it is, man. Hey, the competition is stiff, if you know what I mean. The guy that you got, if he got a bag, please. He got mad options out here. And women be pulling up to these older guys, these guys that she described, they think he doesn't have options. Oh, he's old. He's retired. He ain't got no mojo. He ain't got no energy. Uh, I'll just I'll just move in there. And they think he ain't got no options until they get the double dose of reality. Shout out to Monte. He says, I love Charleston White. He's amazing. I think I got that one already. And they come in with not a damn thing in their pocket. What? They come in with nothing in their pocket. Now, this is the part of the egregious thing. They come in empty-handed. The only thing they got in their pants is they puss. <laughs> the only thing they come in in their pants, they come in with lint in their pockets and stinking cat in their pants. That's what they coming in with. Be begging the shit out of you, begging you. They be begging you from afar, ninja. You giving them a little bit, they be <laughs> here with a little bit of. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke, dead flat, <laughs> yeah. stony oh. broke. I got yep. three dollars and eighty-five cents in my. They turn. can't cook. They don't even want to cook. They ain't cooking. They ain't gonna lift a finger. All they gonna do is lift their legs. 
not a finger. You start telling them, okay, well, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm a high value man. Uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you scramble a couple of eggs for me? They be like, <laughs> they don't want to do shit, but lift their legs up. Your baby mama don't want to do shit, but show up to social services and attorney's office. They don't want to do shit. Like, damn, help a ninja out. No, nope. They ain't gonna do no extra shit. Just give me what I'm owed. You're like, damn. Like, imagine you can get more money if you actually help from afar and was cool. You know what? Let me help your little business out. I know we ain't together no more, but I'll help your little business out. Nope. Just give me my money. I don't want to put no work in. <laughs> what the fuck? They out here. They out here giving y'all. They out here giving y'all badass deals. They just giving you pussy. They just giving you pussy at the end of the day. And you got, okay, thank you for the pussy. And then you trade over all of your shit, last name, all of it, house, access to. You'd be like, um, you think you could scramble a couple eggs and throw some oatmeal on? She's like, nah, I got to go to work. The same job you couldn't afford to live off of before you moved in with me? The same job you couldn't support yourself on before you moved with me? You run into that job? What about this job? This ain't no job. I gave you some puss last night. Some used up pussy. All right, hire a maid if you want that. I ain't no maid. They'll run right to their job. I'm like, ma'am, remember, you couldn't even afford to live before you moved in with me. Where, where's she at? Ma'am, ma'am, can I remind you something? The same job you run into, you couldn't even support yourself on, you goofy. But you don't want to do shit for me? Bitch, you're going to be homeless in a minute. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Well, you know, you're not entitled to my body. Huh? Okay, we got to, hey, man, y'all got to start telling these women what's up, man. Get out. Get out. <laughs> y'all got to, I'm not entitled to your body. Your boss getting your body eight hours a day. These people out here are out of their mind. They out of their mind with they begging ass. <laughs> right, anyway, Faith says, coach, what you said about alphas is 100% true. To make it simple, just like uh, with wolves, there's only one leader in the pack, and that pack understands that. There's only one alpha. All right, that's my philosophy with alpha, and and the hell with you with alphas a mindset. Okay, it is, Ninja, but get your ass in there with some alphas, Ninja. Your mindset going to get rearranged real quick. All right, there's only one in any setting. All right, if you think there's five, uh, go in there and stir, stir the pot real quick. Okay, if you think there's five alphas in a room, get the finest broad to walk in that room. There will be no more alphas. There'll be one, if we're lucky. <laughs> Y'all was all cool drinking vodka and uh, smoking cigars. Get a girl to walk in, and she got her feet out. She got her toes out. She got a pencil skirt, titties up. There going to be no more alphas. Y'all going to wipe each other out real quick. <laughs> or there'll be one left. And whoever left with that girl is the top dog. Just like that. Anyway. <laughs> Ninjas be bad at me. Uh, anyway. Oh, I got a bunch here. Shout out to the dictator. And D Smith says Tracy Edmonds decided to enter the transfer portal. I don't know, man. What says years ago, my cuz told me a woman after 30, keeps multiple men for the wallet, bed, attention, 
etc. I'm 33 now, and boy, she wasn't lying. Focus on yourself to win. If you happen to be fortunate enough to have a woman in your life that gives you game like that, you're lucky. It could be a grandmother, your mother, and or a sister or a cousin. You're lucky. And listen to everything she tells you about women. Do not fall for the, well, there will be a different one out there. You, you were lucky to get that. All women over 30 have multiple men in their lives serving different roles. And to the point now, it's like 23 and up. 23. Even if you're married, even if you're married, even if you're married, your wife has multiple men serving multiple roles. And in fact, I've often accused women of being polyamorous. They're non-monogamous because the thing that matters to them is not the sex. It only matters to you. It only matters what you do with your sex. But not, not so much for her because that's not the big thing. She can get sex easily. So she'll say, I've never cheated on you. Oh, yes, you have. Your best friend, your boss, your work husband. There's, these all people serve important roles in your life. Your ex-husband, your baby daddy, your second baby daddy. These are all men supporting multiple uh, important areas in your life that you refuse to let go. That's cheating. It's, it's enough the sex could happen with any one of these men. That's, that's even, that takes it even further. Yep, the friend zone guy, the I'm in a bind guy, the, the old ninja you used to bone when you were in college that still will send you money, huh? They got them. They used to, they used to mess with an old dude. Not, I'm not talking about a 90-year-old dude. They used to mess with a guy when they were like 18 to 22, and the guy was 35, 40. Now that ninja's 60, and she's 35 and married. She'll reach to that ninja, and he'll be like, well, you know, She'll reach to him. Well, I don't want to need nothing from you. How you doing, baby? Ah, oh, baby, how you doing? She like, oh, you know, I'm just really, really in the bind. My ex-husband got laid off, and you know, he's down bad, and we need to pay rent, and you know, my kids need some winter clothes, and oh, baby, don't worry, baby, don't worry, baby, I got you. Uh, I send you a little something. How do I need to send it to you? I don't want him to find out, and oh, baby, oh, daddy, he can't know about us. He can't know about what we used to do. Because if you find out, because you met this ninja at your wedding. You met this ninja at your wedding. He came to your wedding, shook your hand. Oh, man, you got a wonderful woman. You got a wonderful woman. She going to be a great woman for you. <laughs> right. I known her for a long time. She was, she was near and dear to my heart. I watched out for her as she was growing up and out. Right? And I used to, you know, mentor her and all of that stuff. You got you a good woman. Oh, baby. Hey, person, Earl, I can't let him know that he used to dig out my guts when you lived next door to me and gave me a little bit of change. Yeah, I can't let him know that. Hey. Now, not all women do this, but they exist. <laughs> oh, baby, don't worry about me. You can always count on me. He got plenty of girls. He ain't worried about her. He was like, and if I ever see you again, you know, you return the favor. I'll send you $1,000 real quick. How should I send it to you? <laughs> all right anyway man look 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 yep the landlord 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 she back two months on rent oh let me see what i can do i think there's something i can do shout out to macaroni tony facts he says was out with my red bone juco i got a compliment and she got ignored <laughs> 
He says the rest of the day, she had the biggest attitude. There you go. All right. Kevin Sullivan says, Kevin Simon says, uh, what's up, coach? Have you heard about the realtor trying to sell multi-generational homes? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> All right. What is that? Faith. I got faith already. I got faith. All right, we're going to do PayPal's, and then we're going to get these, and then it'll be the rest of the show. All right, all right. Thank you for sticking around. Hit the like button as you exit. This is the best entertainment on YouTube, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I got you through work today. I got you through work today. Hit me with the like button as you exit. Ace Boogie says, true coach. Dame Lillard said that about when Jordan walked in with the 50 greatest players, that Jordan made everyone look at him. So that's an example of the top dog was the top dog in that arena. I did hear that interview. So top dog is the top dog in that arena. Indeed. Shout out to Ed the 304. I'm sorry, U.S. Army Retire says, remind the fellas that today's modern woman have has a yard man, a car wash guy, a gas money guy, a lunch date guy, Walmart guy, the emotional tampon, ATM guy, and at least 10 beta male orbiters in their cell phone. This is a fact. This is a fact. All right. Um, this is a, what I call pseudo non-monogamy. So they can say, well, I never cheated on you, meaning that I never let a man penetrate me. But that doesn't mean she doesn't have other men in her in her life. In fact, those men are important to her. They're important to her, just as important as a sexual partner is important. Not only that, she sees a side of her that you don't see. She sees a, these men that you're in a relationship with that woman. They see a side of her that you don't see. Work husbands, all of this. But because they're not sexually penetrating them, she can claim monogamy. I think this is not monogamy. This is non-monogamy. This, this cannot qualify as monogamy. Not anymore, it can't. You can try to push that shit on me, but no, that, this is not monogamy. All right? They're using the guy as a sort of emotional affair, emotional bonding, trauma bonding. They're using something like that. All right? Oh, boyfriend. Anyway, Ed the 304 detected the whole inflation. The whole inflation is not a myth. Fellas maintain and hold the line free agent lifestyle for life. Rob Sawyer says, fellas, uh, keep your stand just as high as their body count. What's the stand? He says, enjoy the fun. Is, what is stand? He says, keep your stand or what does that mean? He says, enjoy the fun, travel and remove the dead weight and useless relationships. Read CGA's books and go out and win. MC Hamster says, war cleared out excessive male population. Ukraine today, 80-20 is historical. The combo of high-tech war and feminism changed the historical trajectory. In fact, if there's no more 80-20 rule. The reality is, because women have equalized financially, for better or for worse, they cannot see most men as valuable. It is like 90-10 right now. Standards. All right, that standards. Thank you. Keep your standards high. I don't know why it didn't make sense of that. But most men are wiped off the sexual marketplace in a way we've never seen maybe in history. Maybe when there was extreme wartime. Now, this is what it is. This is what it is. So, like I said, you will hear women say this. Well, no, we... I gotta make. Uh, I gotta have a guy making as much as I make or more. That's gonna wipe out so many men. That wipes a lot of guys out. Now, there's nothing I can do to control this. 
all I tell you guys is, in a way, leverage and options or monk mode. I literally give you three different lanes to do this, right? I don't tell you to get your game up and your confidence, Ninja. That shit is all passe now. We're in a monetized sexual marketplace. We're in a situation where ninjas is getting wiped off just on salary, <laughs> right? Ninja, not the fact that your beard don't connect, right? It is out of control, Ninja, because, I mean, I, by, the, by the way, I'm on the dark side, so I can't even say I'm a full participant in the fact that, like, what do guys do? Shit, if you at the top, what are you supposed to do? Get these women in order, but I think there's a kind of a, could be a responsibility for the men at the top to try to regulate this marketplace. But let me tell you, it ain't going to happen. All right, it ain't going to happen. Uh, shout out to Joshua G says, hello, coach of the coach gang. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Just started my YouTube channel. He says, get your weekly fix of super sport workout clips. He says, look for Joe Dirty and a profile with two cars. All right. Shout out to you. How much? Oh, okay. It's a co-sponsorship. So we'll do it. He says, look out for Joe Dirt in the profile picture with two cars. All right. He paid for his commercial here. No missions is allowed. SRT and green shirts approved. Look at my favorite African-American out oh, look here. Look at my African-American. Advertising. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You All know right. what I'm talking about? That was a co-sponsorship, so I'll give it to him. All right, here we go. We got, uh, let's see here, one, two, three. One, two, three. Let's see here. Almost done. Denaro Tranquillo says, baby mama ran into a bind. She needed some paper, and her guy couldn't help. I hadn't been with her in years. Sent it down the gullet. All right, shout out to you. You, you are a worse man than me. All right, I won't even touch. I don't touch exes. I laugh at exes. Shout out to John O says, you're absolutely right, Coach. CGA, the begging for assistance is undeniable, not just money. He says they can't accomplish anything without our help. I'll literally wake up early, prepare everything, get our son dressed and ready to go while she sleeps. When it's her turn, she's incredibly loud, stomping, turning on and off lights, et cetera, to the point where I have to get up and assist her in getting him ready these are the aspects that often go unnoticed and unrecognized. In fact, um, as we're here, as we're filing out, you will find that women who, are, women who do this are dead-ass weight. I'm going to tell you, do not fall for that trick, guys. All right? Um, what, what she's doing is sandbagging on you. And then she'll claim a bio, biological reason as to why she's doing it. I, I, you know, I coached a lot of women, and I don't go for their bullshit. Right. So I was like this for a long time, even before I come on, came on the mic. Pause. I don't fall for women with their excuses. All right. And so I'm a little bit hardcore with their excuse making. They're very good at excuse making. So women require extra sleep. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Be a man and man up. Shut up. Okay. Well, I had stomach cramps, and what, but you stayed up to 11, 30, 12 playing Candy Crush, surfing the internet, um, uh, on social media, laughing and sniggling, watching Friends and episodes of Martin, watching BET at night. Shut up with that bullshit. All right? And I be calling that shit out quick. I be calling it quick. I don't let that shit fly. Now, this is called abuse in relationships, just to let you know. This is called abuse. Shut up. You get no outs in here. Do what you're supposed to do. Do what you're supposed to do. 
You stayed up late. Now your ass don't want to get up and make breakfast for the family. That's your dumb ass fault. Now you better get your ass up and make breakfast and take your ass back to bed. That's a whole different story. All right, get up and handle your business. And if you want, yeah, yeah, she was up texting, texting side ninjas. All right, but look, if you want to go back and take a nap after everything is done, that's a whole other story. And it's probably going to be better for everybody to have not have your bitch ass around. All right, making a, making a mess out of everything. So go on and do what you're supposed to do. Take your ass back to the back room. All right, who cares? All right, at that point. But sleeping in 10, 11, 12, no, nah, you got to go. You got to go. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to get dumped. Well, I'm on my period. Now biology all want to come in. All right, now, now she want to bring the biology lesson in. She want to bring the mental health in. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is a this is atrocious ass behavior. And they sandbagging on you. They sandbagging. They basically trying to get out of doing shit. <laughs> All right. Anyway, now nah, you ain't going to get out of pulling up your end of the bargain. I'm going to tell you that right now. You about to get psychologically abused and tortured right now. And so get your ass up. And I actually have a um, I have a rule that if you spend a night at my house, everybody getting up at six in the morning. Women be like, huh? Or you getting tossed up out of here? Because I get up at 5 in the morning. I'll be up. And don't try to get me to stay up till 1130. Think I'm going to sleep in with your monkey ass. I'm up at 5 in the morning. I don't care how long I stayed up. 5 a.m. If I come in the room and it's 730, 8, 839, 9, 30, 10, you getting tossed the hell out. Tossed. Now, we can get up and go take a walk and you can go feed the dog or pick up some dog. Cause I done done some shit while you was in there getting your beauty sleep. All right. But, but now you want to get up. Hey, what we doing today? The, get the, get out, get out. Talking about what we doing today. I've been up for two, three hours doing shit. All right. Now I got to tiptoe around you while you sitting up there getting your beauty rest. Your peace sleep better be fire. You better get up and you better start as soon as you getting up that you got two hours and three hours of work to put in. Before you ask me what the hell we doing. Talking about you didn't make no breakfast for me. <laughs> hey, you getting up. Now, again, you could go back in there and take a take a nap. All right, but you're going to get up and you're going to make sure you helping me with my shit. And you're going to drop that neck, suck some seed, and then take your ass back. Take the trash out. Do the shit that we need to do to keep the place secure. Keep the place clean. We ain't going to be trying to fold clothes at, at, at three in the afternoon while you pouting and you're not helping me. Uh-uh. We're going to do this shit right up early. So we is, it's off the it's off the schedule. Now we can do what we need to do. You ain't about to sit up and sandbag on me, but I, I have a problem with this shit. I have a big problem with it. And I'm somewhat OCD with my lifestyle. But we ain't about to do this shit and ease into the day at noon. <laughs> I don't care what day of the week it is. Oh, hell no. You're going to get your ass up. And if you don't, you're going to hear about it. Getting up at 1130, talking about what's for breakfast with your breath stinking. Uh, yeah, man, bruh, you're going to get tossed. You better not ask me for nothing but salami. That's all you're going to get is salami. And you better not even disrupt my rest of my day. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Do not disrupt the rest of my day. If you walk up out the bedroom in your pajamas, and slippers and shit. <laughs> I swear to God. 
that that pisses me off, man. That's a pet peeve of mine. You gonna get kicked the hell up out of my house real quick. I don't care if I'm married to you. If we just kicking it, you gonna get kicked the hell up out of my house. You useless, <laughs> right? Absolute useless. Anyway, and then they be, they be like they be like. I wonder if I could get a commitment from you. For what? You a lazy bum. You a bum. That's what you are. <laughs> you a bum. All right, you ain't getting no relationship. All you're going to get is your middle of your midsection split. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> he said, stop lying. Bruh, dude, they just don't know. That's how they just don't have no clue. I be throwing women out on that. Uh-uh. You got to get up when I get up or close to after I got up. If you don't, all you getting is skeeted on. That's all you getting is skeet. You're going to be skeet. That's all you're going to get. Is skeeted on. <laughs> that's all you're going to get. If, if that's all, that's all you're going to get is an occasional come over skeet. And then that day you leave him. <laughs> it's, it ain't, it's that easy. You're going to be like, well, I'm, I'm thinking maybe we can. I'm thinking maybe we can get into a relationship. Skeet. That's all you get in the skeet. And needed. That's it. You, you're not, you don't qualify for any damn thing. You just, you just dead weight at this point. All I need to do is just call you over skeet. And that's all the use you have for me. Out, out you go. What, what, what else do I need a relationship for you for? You don't do shit. <laughs> like you don't do shit else alright but expect me to spend money and entertain you now get out like what else do you do ask yourself gentlemen you guys are in relationships with this what else does this woman do but sandbag and carry d- dead ass weight skeet delete yeet come over again when you want that's all you get in this skeet Wanting something else from it. No. And all it is is you want more obligation from me. All right. How about we get into a relationship where you get rid of all your hoes. I keep all the men in my life. Um, You pay money for our dates. Most of them. You pay for my travel. You let me sandbag on you. I have another boss. What? Where's the deal? I moved my little crumb snatcher ass, nappy headed, snotty nose ass, nose ass kid into your house. Like, what else do you do? What else do you do? Mm. <laughs> Kayla says women need to stop taking relationship advice from women who don't have or nor could keep a man. You don't do shit else. You don't do shit else. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> bitches want me to order some uber eats and then when the uber eats come she's sitting over there talking about she ain't doing shit scrolling her phone i'm unpacking the bag bitch all you getting is skeet mm. you ain't getting nothing else no commitment no nothing bitch you better hop to it these women out here be put giving y'all some sucker ass deals you married to a sucker. You you married to a woman. You gave you a sucker ass deal. She's just gonna sit over there, and I'm unpacking the bag, and then she just show up with her plate. 
Get the fuck, man, skeet, and that's it. And it's going down your gullet, too. That's just, that's a, that's a non, it's going, do not dodge the skeet. If you dodge my skeet, <laughs> they literally be trying to dodge the skeet-ass women. Oh, I know you didn't dodge my skeet. You done. Anyway, y'all be taking sucker deals. <laughs> she be like, when it's time to go, she jump out the way. Now I'm all over the sheets. Let me tell you something, ma'am. You did not just dodge my ski. All right, man, you better take this to the gullet or to the belly or to the. <laughs> all right, you fight, man. Y'all need to start firing them, man. Come on, man. Like, dude, ladies, ladies, are y'all here? Shout out to Mrs. I think it's uh we're gonna call you we're gonna call you a Mrs. We're gonna call you Miss War- Miss S Ward says been watching you for a long time in secret, but I finally subscribed. The chat is keeping it. He says the chat is real. Keep it up. I, I, is this a female? It might be a female, but I'm not sure. But maybe you from your <laughs> I don't know if it's from your mother's account. I don't know if it's a female. Shout out to you. He said, eyes open down the gullet with enthusiasm. With enthusiasm, a little bit of overtime. Gentlemen, and energy, enthusiasm, and effort. That's all I require from a woman. If you sandbag on my energy, enthusiasm, and effort, the three E's, get rid of her. Sam Prince says, Coach, my girl asked me to do her family secret Santa. I told her I'm not spending $50 to get a pack of socks and a bow tie. That's a week of gas. He says she better stop playing. Tell her to go. The family show is over here. NSA Al Hobsey, shout out to you. And this is a sponsorship. We're almost done. He says paying loyalty to the free agent lifestyle. Salute. Coach Greg Adams watching since 2017. Missed the old intro though. Salute. All right. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for that support. Anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like button on the way out of this show. Oh, wait a minute. There's one brother here that came in late. All right. He's late to the. He's late to it. Jahari, Jahari says, gas money. Great show. Shit, shout out to you. And this is for the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund as well. And let me make sure we got all of them. We got everybody, man. Shout out to y'all. We got a show later up. Later up, we're going to show Sharon Stone. And uh, saying at 60, she still gets the same amount of sexual partners she gets when she was in her 20s and 30s when she was in her 20s and 30s look great show for you today oh you want a little overtime are we at the four hour mark we're not let me give you one more before you go all right let me give one more before you go all right this is going to be this is going to be guys uh take a look at this the cheerleader effect in effect downtown manhattan sorry manchester nightlife downtown manchester nightlife let's take you down with the volume here Let's take it down with the volume. These are all the skeezers. Look at the women of the night. Look at this. Look at the young skeezers of the day. Look at these oompa loompa. All right, look at what we got, guys. I mean, when you're drunk and out partying, these women look so much better, don't they? I mean, they can't barely walk in their little boots and outfits. Look at this. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Uh, ninjas be like, we be out running game, coach. I always tell you, man, what's out there, ninja. <laughs> Look at this. 
Oh, man, look at this. Oh, my goodness. Just pay, Ninja. Just pay for... Like, what are we doing, Ninja? This y'all. Oh, my Lord. Look at that fat, wide. That is a... All right, now that's the best-looking woman right there. That's the best-looking woman right there. She can barely make it. Look at the rest of these women. Look, plain. All right, Ninja, I'm not going outside for that. She looking good. All right, she chopped. She got some nice thighs. Skeezers. Skeezers. All right, more and more. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Look at the strags coming across here. Look at the strags right here. Where's the strag? Oh, the humanity. All right, take a look at this. Look at these girls. I mean, why even, why even wear clothes at this point? Why even wear clothes at this point? I mean, this is almost walking around naked. Look at this. Women of the night. All these girls sell Punani, too. Y'all ninjas ain't running game on nobody, ninja. I, get, I be having all these girls on the weekend. Oh, uh, look. Oh, my goodness. I saw a big old slump buster. Flatbacks. Scab peeling. <laughs> all right. I mean, these girls are. This is some escort services or something, man. Skeezer City. All right, look, I mean, when you're out, when you're out, it always looks better. It almost looks like you're having way more fun. It looks like the bras are better. That That's a nice flat back in the front. All right, the rest of them walking around looking like they mama. All right, that's a lot of fold material here. Oh, my goodness, man. Look at these Humpty Dumpty out here, man. What are we doing? Y'all overpaying, Ninja. Y'all could have stayed at the house. Y'all could have stayed at the house. These are all the girls y'all try to go run game on out here. Ninja, just stay home. Stay, stay at the crib. It ain't worth going out. That It ain't even worth going out to even open your mouth, all right, to any of these bras out here. You can get them right quick. Rip. All right. Working. Yeah, they definitely working, man. Look, all right. I think I got everybody. Shout out to the coach gang. And if I miss somebody, I'll catch up with you. On the way out. We out of here. Peace.